Welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. My name is Chris Zemet, and this is episode 282. And this week, uh, it's top 10. Yeah, it's a little, a little <laughs> different. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's not top five, it's, a, it's top well, and it's 10. not a, a place where we normally would yeah, play it's not a, like it's that. not a zero it's like or a five regular, episode. Yeah, yeah. And it's not just the yeah, ask yourself. Ask yourself, Chris, what is going on? Yeah, what is going on? What? Why? Why do we exist? Um, so, what oh, is the meaning of life? Uh, well, it's to it's to so, feel uncomfortable. Uh, this right. top 10. Well, let's try and like succinctly explain this as best as we yeah, can. Yeah. So, um, well, our first top five ever, right? Was yeah, the top five. Start. Of the last five years at the time. At the time. Which, which was, was about five years ago. Which was 2020. Well, a little more than that now, but yeah. Yeah, which was 2020 to 2014. Um, uh, 2010 to 2014. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, 2010 <laughs> to 2014. Um, unlike unlike Merlin, we do not age back. Yeah, we do not age back. Yeah. Um, so uh, we recorded that in like midway through 2015, and we did basically yeah, five, it was the five first, previous years. Yeah, it was yeah. the first top five we did, because mm-hmm. when we started, we were like, hey... Let's do a top five every five episodes. Yeah. And then also, we, so that we use that five. also as a little bit of a benchmark so people could get to know the kind of films that we Yeah, both that was the idea behind it. Like that. Yeah. Um, so now we're coming up on that was another five years ago. Yeah. Uh, so we have decided, that's actually more than five it years ago. It is more now, yeah. Um, but well, what we decided is to revisit that. especially was a bit of a. Yeah, well, the long year. Yeah, we didn't, I mean, um, we didn't record for several months. Yeah. Um, until, you know, we just started again just recently so right so um this is where we are for all intents and purposes this is the last episode of 2021 for us in terms of planning um uh and we decided to yeah it's just after the new year because we did get a little bit delayed so yeah um and so we decided to look back on the last 10 years but from Basically, so the next basically, five this after. is the top ten movies yeah. of the twenty of the twenty tens. Yeah, twenty ten okay. to twenty nineteen. So, right. Yeah. So, so basically, what happened was, so the reason why it's like, oh, why, why bother? Because we even did top fives for a lot of those mm. years, like yearly top fives. Yeah. Not all. Twenty twenty was the first year that we didn't do a top five. No, there was other ones we did. Oh, was there? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's been kind of a little bit inconsistent, okay. but um, we did for most of them. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so the reasoning behind it was that we'd been talking about the possibility of doing a follow-up to that Mm -hmm. first one, Mm -hmm. and sort of summing up the next five years after that, and and sort of like, okay, even though we've done, you know, we thought, ah, it might be interesting to go back and, Mm -hmm. you know, check on, uh, check back on some of the, you know, those past few years. And then, recently... We were looking at the lists of some of our really old top fives. Yeah. And we were looking at that one, and we were like, man, like, that could possibly be a very different list if done, redone, even just Mm -hmm. that period of time, that, like, Mm -hmm. 2010 to 2014 period. Yeah. That could be a real different list now. There are things that, like, you would now would, like, looking back, would maybe change the order of. Mm -hmm. There are things that maybe wouldn't make the list, or other things that might be on the list that you didn't do at yeah. the time. Oh, yeah. Right? And so we were looking at it, and we were like, that might really change things. So we are like, well, what if, you know, since we haven't really, you know, we took a bit of a hiatus, and we haven't recorded as much this year, and the year's coming to a close, or has come to a close now, 
and we're kind of getting back into the swing of it. And we've sort of done like five years of the thing, and then mm-hmm. there was five years before. So we were like, what if we do a top ten mm-hmm. as kind of like a special, like, let's put a bow on that. Yeah. And reevaluate those first five years and also kind of reevaluate mm-hmm. the last five years since we've been doing this as well and kind of put those together mm-hmm. um, and see like what's changed, you know, and what's different or how we feel about things. Uh, and then, of course, that brings us up through 2019. Mm-hmm. So we still have 2028 and 2021 to deal with. Yeah. So we figured that'll follow in another thing. Episode, yeah. You know, as you joked earlier, it's like the long year. So it's like yeah. 2021, 2020, 2021 are obviously, you know, like our kind Between of... Between the lack years. of releases in 2020 yeah, and... Yeah, sort of the COVID uh, years. So it's like, okay, we can kind of do that as its own mm-hmm. thing, uh, you know, early mm-hmm. in this year, like the way we normally would. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just doing the last two instead of the last one. Uh, so this will be 2010 to 2019. So we previously, our very first one, like we said, was 2010 to 2014. Some of those may reappear. Some may not. I have those lists here. The order should might be I, different. Should I read those lists now? The first one? Yeah, the, the first, those were first ones. So we can use that as like, here's where we were in 2015. Well, you mean not every single one of those lists. No, no, no. no just Just that top five. The original one. The original top five. Yeah, yeah I mean, I know what yeah. they are, but okay. I mean, yeah. you could you could go yeah. ahead if you want. Yeah. yeah. Um. So for my list, um, this is from five to one. Yeah. I had Lego Movie, Cabin right. in the Woods, Equalizer, Dread, and Avengers. Right. You had Equalizer. This is again five to one. Yeah. Uh, X Men: Days of Future Past, Inception, uh, Avengers slash, uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier tie. <laughs> yeah. And then American Hustle is your number one. Those were my two favorite yeah. Marvel yeah. ones at the time. So that's where we were sitting. So, okay. so what's hilarious about that is that uh, well, Inception should be on there too, right? Yeah, it was, it was your number three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What's hilarious about that is that, first of all, most of my list did not make the cut this time. Huh. And as a matter of fact, I don't know if I should say this now. Or if I should just... Uh, let... Just, just hold, hold, hold. Anything that's going to spoil your list, just hold on to there. It doesn't yeah. really spoil the uh, list, oh, okay, but... Okay, okay well, I, yeah. okay, I won't... I yeah. guess I won't say anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just... I feel like it's something that maybe requires explanation, but... Oh, okay. Well, then, Brian, what, what is it? What is uh, it? I just... Something that's very different from then is... Um, and I don't know... Hopefully, this doesn't kind of spoil things or make things less interesting or less mm. fun, but I have no... Um, like comic book movies on my list at all oh interesting um i kind of just made a decision because i feel like well your your interest and your your feelings about those movies has waned a bit it has a lot especially going up to 2019 but that being said i still watch them all yeah i'm still entertained by them i still watch them as bits of entertainment Mm -hmm. but i don't have the same kind of like I mean, the the fact that I I know exactly why Days of Future Past is on that list. Yeah. But, like, the fact that I put it that high up on, like... That it was the, even on the list. That it was... Like, <laughs> it would never make the list. Not that I don't like it. Yeah. I still think it's probably the best X-Men movie. But that's not saying a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I enjoy those movies, but they're hardly Oscar-worthy or yeah, anything yeah, like that. Yeah. I mean, not that that's... A, that's not a requirement. That's not the requ- criteria, but you know yeah, what I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, like with the personal Mar- Oscar, with the Marvel stuff, 
I mean, I put those on there. Those were my two kind of top Marvel movies at the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, especially with the Marvel stuff, it's like, I enjoy it, but, like, there's just so much now. You have, you have the fatigue that a lot of people oh, have. Oh, there's yeah. so much, and it never ends. Yeah. And, and to be honest, a lot of the best stuff recently uh, out of that has been the, well, the, the shows, yeah. the, the streaming shows. That is where I think they're really making, like, mm-hmm. a little bit of... I don't want to say, like, innovation necessarily, but, like... They are, though. That's where that's I good... feel like they're really, like, the, the, the really good work is being done. And, again, not to say I don't enjoy the movies. Mm-hmm. I do. But, like, I enjoy them just as, like, a slice of entertainment. Mm. And I do not have, like, the, the 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 emotional sort of, like, 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 oh, this is so amazing that much. Not saying there isn't moments of that here and there, you mm. know? I mean, there was a certain recent movie yeah. that we saw that certain aspects of definitely i was like oh man that's pretty amazing but at the same time (coughs) unintended (laughs) not not (laughs) no he actually intended but now that you say it but like at the same time my biggest problem is with the marvel stuff is this need to like everything has to be huge and like earth shatteringly impactful and these these huge developments i feel for twists. i feel for you like the the one two of uh, 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 Infinity War and and Endgame yeah. was like that seemed to me like the nail in the coffin yeah like well because like for like, most people you were just you were just done well most people like, that have been watching these Endgame was like the ultimate extension of like yeah. everything that they they were just like oh my god it's so amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. to me cherry on top first of yeah. all for me Infinity War was the stronger oh movie I, I agree with you I felt yeah, for sure but. Endgame had some amazing things in it. Mm-hmm. The problem that I'm having with a lot of these more recent ones, especially, is and and it's kind of a problem that's kind of trickling down to like the entire franchise as a whole now. In terms of my feelings about it, is that like when you get so big and there's mm. so much to them, and well, there's but, so much like it opens it's, you it's up. It's being crushed by the weight of itself. Yeah, and it yeah. opens you up to a lot of like flaws where where the ambition creates the flaws because yes. you're like, it makes you stop and think, or it makes me stop and think, other people may just take it at face value and be like, whatever, but like makes me stop and think like, well, wait a minute, how does that work? Like that mm. doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they just felt like the weight of like, like the momentum of just like, like it's Marvel, it's awesome, you, you love it, right? Yeah. And like that would just carry them through. But like for a lot of it, I'm just kind of like, you kind of tripped over yourself there. Like not that there wasn't good things in it, even like with Endgame, there were some amazing things in that. Yeah. But, like, when you stop and think about it, you're like, well, wait a minute. Like, the time travel doesn't really make oh, yeah, sense. Yeah. No, no. Like, certain things that they did with certain characters were just like, why would they do that? Yeah. Like, that was such a waste. You know, just, yeah. I mean, that's a whole separate. We could go on for yeah. hours. That's a whole own podcast on its own. Yeah. And for all of that reason, I decided I'm just going to set that aside. We've done our top five yep. on the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. I'm. I was more than than happy to talk about them there. I really enjoy them. They're very fun. They're very entertaining. But that's kind of it for me now. They don't really mean that much as movies to me. Well, no worries, true believers. Yeah, there are superhero movies I, on. My I assume you would. And I mean, and it was close. And <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. close. I mean, because there are some even that like I think are better now than I did back oh, then. Yeah. That like were mm-hmm. like. I know you've always been, and I'll give you credit on this, because you've always been a big Man of Steel supporter. Yeah. And I liked it when it came out. I thought, like, oh, it's a good effort for, Mm -hmm. like, at a modern Superman. 
certainly better than like Superman Returns. Sure. You know, better than the last couple of Christopher Reeve Christopher Reeve movies, anyways, <laughs> right? But of course, I mean, my love for that first one. But like, yeah, but that first one's a that's a. But as time has gone a, on, that first one's like a different category. Of but movie. as time has gone on, and other things have come out, and other things have happened, like I really keep coming back to like. Man, it still was just so Eight. good. Eight I think like the, final I think the thing that throws me off about it is how much wasted opportunity there was coming yeah, out of it because that's... like they didn't really do much with that well, setup. And you know, like I mean, what, like why again, is there still that not is, another, that is a whole other they went pop. from that to Batman v Superman to Justice League to whatever. And, and here, right? here's the thing, and that is a whole other why is there not a cast of yeah. DC in its attempt shooting themselves to stay in the foot. on par with yeah. whatever Marvel's doing at the time, yeah. completely wastes so yeah. many good Yeah, so I mean, that's an example of yeah. one where I'm just like, ah, yeah. like, that actually kind of almost made the list just because I feel like it has aged so well yeah. and, and it still, like, it comes across really good. Yeah. But, yeah, I felt like it no, kind of had fine. to be all or nothing yeah. to a certain yeah. degree. No, it's good. So going forward, like mm-hmm. for like yearly ones and stuff like that, like we're about to do, we're going to do the 2020, 2021, 2021 one. Yeah. I'm sure some comic book stuff will be back on oh, there. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Well, because this is like well, the scope of this. And here's the thing. And this, on, yeah. on, the, on the way over here, we had a discussion in the yeah. car and like of like, well, because we, we've done decade top fives before. Yeah. We did a whole slew of them. That was one of our themed top fives for a long time. Yeah. And that was easier when you're doing the 50s and the 60s where you've seen a dozen, maybe two dozen films yeah. or so out of a decade. But now we're getting into like, you know, where I'm seeing 30 movies a year, 20 yeah. movies a year. You know, there was a reason we split the 80s yeah. into I see, two parts. I see a lot less. You see a lot I've less than really bad. I've been yeah. really bad in you know, recent years. But like, think about I don't watch we, anything think, think about when we did and the 90s. And there's some reasons right? for that. There's some personal yeah. reasons for that. that I, but but know, think about when we did the 90s. Here, but, we did yeah. a year for yeah. the, the, the Well, 90s, in the 90s, yeah. I probably saw more movies than any other oh, decade. For sure. I, I mean, I still go back and watch new movies that I've never seen before from the... I mean, I did it for every You could do that with any decade. But the 90s, there's a lot. Well, I saw a lot of movies in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that was when we did our list. It was right. very obvious. Uh, but, yeah. but I really just wanted yeah. to kind of deal with that because yeah. I felt nope. like that was kind of like a bit of a monkey on my back to deal with. No, no, but, no. But going forward, I think for the rest of kind of the weird things about it, like we'll just kind of encounter that as we as Yeah, we as we go. Yeah. That's the only thing that I really want to address right off the yeah. top. Um, so we should get going. And, and more, more so than probably any top fives that we've done previously for me this is much this is a much more of these aren't necessarily the best films of yeah. the years but they're like my favorites that have stuck with me. well yeah, yeah and same here to a certain degree and that's why it's really interesting to me how different like, some of them are from, from like, yeah. what i did at the time yeah because like i look back on some of the lists that we did before and i'm like you know for for individual years and i'm like man like the one that's on this list was like way further down, or maybe not even on yeah, the exactly. list from that from the year. Yeah, but like time has borne out. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's the one I actually think of mm-hmm. and remember. You know. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of interesting. All right. So, uh, so begins our top ten films. Yeah. Of, Can I start? Uh, Twenty twelve. Go right I, ahead. I feel kind of like I want to start. All right. All right. So my. Oh, number... oh, oh! Before you start crossover. <sighs> Probably not very many. I'm like two maybe. I'll, I'll say because we have At ten here. Like because we have ten here, I'm gonna say two, possibly even 
Possibly only one? Maybe. Well, because I know I have superhero ones online and you don't, which leaves a lot yeah. of ones that you're not... Like, you're going to have a bunch say, of movies I'm not going to have. I would so. say one to two at yeah. most. Yeah. Which, I'll, is, I'll, which is saying a lot for, yeah. for a ten, yeah. for a tenner. Yeah. But, um, all right. So, yeah, go ahead with your number ten. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, so the other thing I kind of tried to do is I sort of tried to steer it in the direction of having kind of like one per year, but... I didn't really stick strictly with that because I didn't want to like artificially yeah like, like oh I'm gonna force this one in because mm-hmm. I don't have one from that year but yeah. like it doesn't really measure up to the rest or mm-hmm. you or like oh I have these two that I really want from this year from a certain year but like yeah. oh I only have room for one for each year so like I guess mm-hmm. I gotta get rid of one I don't really worry so much about that but I tried to kind of gently guide it in that mm-hmm. direction yeah I I'm, um, I got missing a bunch of years too so my number ten. Uh, it's from 2016. Okay. Uh, I don't know if we did a list for that year. Uh, if we did, I have no idea if this was on it for me or not. Okay. I don't remember uh, talking about it in a list, but I may have. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2016 is like five years, six, yeah, five years ago now. Yes. Uh, well, like when we would have done a 2016 list would have yeah. been like five years ago. Um. So, but it's one that, and I've only seen it once. I just, mm. I watched it and I just, that was it. But it's just really stuck with me. Um, and it really like, like, oh, I've, I have a strong feeling about it. And it's from, like I said, from 2016 is The Witch. Ah, yeah. Which I know because you saw The Lighthouse, which is Robert Eggers' yes. next film yeah. after The Witch. And well, and then we we watched. And The Lighthouse is actually on, was on your list for the year that it came out. Yeah, that was for 20, it was my 2019 list. I still list. haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. Which is dumb. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, I've been yeah. so rubbish with watching things yeah. in recent years. But I... I mean, to be fair, I saw it in 2020. Yeah. Like... A couple of months before but, we but did our I saw the witch on, on so, like, yeah. almost on a whim. I mean, not quite. Like, I heard about it, mm-hmm. and I heard some things that kind of indicated, like, it might be something of interest yeah. to me, but I, but I, not a whole lot. I didn't really have a whole lot of reason to watch it, but it was just there, and, uh, you know, I watched it, like, on Netflix, I think, and I just was like, damn, it is a very... And I'm sure if I'd seen the others, I'm sure the yeah. Lighthouse is, is in the same kind of boat where it's just like a very impactful, like, mm-hmm. wow, I just had an experience. The Lighthouse was the last film to not make it onto my top 10. Yeah. It, it's basically my Lumber 11. Sure. So, fair enough. Yeah. Like this guy does, I, I keep thinking like, I need to see the witch. It's some, yeah. Cause his movies are just like. They really grab a hold of you, and mm-hmm. they just are very impactful. Like they're very just kind of like, like I just I just had an experience. Mm-hmm. Like I just I just went through something. Yeah, and not in like a heavy duty. Like I'm not a fan of like real heavy like 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 oh super heavy drama. Like oh my god, all this torment that these yeah. characters. It's not that kind of thing. Not my thing. But this, you know, the mix of just the artistic. The artistic uh, approach mm-hmm. and aesthetic, which I think you'll find is going to be a very re- heavily recurring theme mm. on much of my list, okay. is appreciation for like an artistic expression, sure. aesthetic, a very specific where certain filmmakers just have like a way of expressing things very artistically that's 
different from just like get some actors, point a camera at them, have them say stuff and do stuff. You got a movie. Yeah. I tend to lean more towards the more kind of like, you know, the auteur kind of thing as they sure. call it, where it's like that very sort of like distinct style and stylized kind of approach. Because it's, you know, you're making a film and it's like, you can, you can go very minimalist with that or, or you can, you know, it's like any other art mm -hmm. and you can take advantage of what you can do with film to like, you know, doesn't have to be like real life, like super realistic. It can no. be whatever, right? Like there's so much you can do with how you portray things on film or, you know, digital videos <laughs> yeah, may yeah, often yeah, be yeah, these yeah. days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then that was kind of my, uh, discovery for, um, you know, uh, oh God, I can't remember the actress's name now, who's now gone on to much bigger things. Oh, from the witch? Yeah. She was in that chess show that was really big on like Netflix. Anya Taylor, Anya Taylor Joy. Okay. I was mostly right. Anya Taylor Joy. I just couldn't remember the last, the, the Joy part. Yeah, because she did that. Um, she's also gla in uh, Glass, and uh, and um, yes, uh, Split. Right, right. Um, yes, yes. The yes, Queen's yes. Gambit. The Queen's that was, Gambit. Like, that yeah, chess yeah, show yeah. that she did that was really big. Uh, anyways, she's been in a lot of stuff since, mm. but like The Wish was pretty much like her first kind of big thing. Or I don't even know if it counts as big because mm -hmm. it's still pretty like niche. But anyways, and I saw her in that, and I was just like, wow, like this is one of those like up and coming like one to watch type mm -hmm. of actresses, and. Um, yeah, it's just really... I mean, you haven't seen it yet. No. So, much like with The Lighthouse, where you didn't go into a lot of detail yeah, for yeah, my yeah. benefit, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. when I saw it, I would still be surprised by things. Uh, you know, we won't go into a whole lot of detail. But for me, it was just... It wasn't necessarily one thing, like, oh, like, it had the best acting, or it had the best visuals, or mm -hmm. it had the best... It's just... It just felt... It was very just impactful. It's just, yeah. like, I'm still thinking about it. Like, you know, I don't know if I... I, mean, I didn't see it right when it came out, so 2016, but, like... You know, I saw Give or take. maybe like a year after that or whatever, but still, you're, mm -hmm. you know, it's been a few years and like, I'm still thinking about it and yeah. I haven't seen it again since, mm -hmm. you know, but it was very, it was an experience. It's evocative enough that you yeah. easily can. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was really impressed with it. So, um, I, yeah. I originally had something else that I was going to put on here that I was like, I felt a little bit less strongly about, like I still, it was something that I really liked, but. It's your number 11. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Essentially, it would have been my 11. But it was, you know, it was already doubling up with another year. And I was like, well, I don't want to artificially force, like, having different years for everything. But in this case, this substitution kind of works because putting the witch on is a little more interesting, mm -hmm. I guess you could say. Um, so, yeah, that's my number 10. Is the future, future episode idea. I watch the witch, you watch the lighthouse, and then yeah. we discuss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just get it done. Yeah, yeah, done. All yeah, right. I'd be cool with that. All right. Um, so my number 10 is, also um, kind of, sorry, uh, just to, oh, yeah. before you, starts us off on a little bit of like a, ooh, spooky kind of note too. Okay, yeah, which, yeah. Which I'm actually going to be kind of sticking with for a oh, little bit. Oh, okay. You got, you got <laughs> spookiness enough. in your list. Oddly enough, um, yeah. Well, um, my, my number 10 is not spooky <laughs> at all. Okay. It's like um, comedy or something? Uh, well, something um, sort of, of it's, it's, bright. it's a movie that is, it's a joyful film. Okay. Um, and actually, sort of actually reoccurring on my list is a lot of these movies are like, like a 
for me, they're a joy to watch. Uh, like, like the story, what happens in them, I'm, I'm elated by them. All right. Um, and this one's number 10. Mostly it's, 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 it's down this far on the list uh, because it's a film that even though I've seen it twice in a short period of time, um, it, uh, it's not the kind of film you just watch whenever because it's a seasonal film and it is Klaus. From 2019. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I don't really think of like those types of like the the kind of like the Christmas films. Yeah, the seasonal sort of. Yeah, the, the Klaus uh, is really good it, though. It I kept, still haven't seen it since that first time that it, we watched it. It sort of just new. kept coming back. Like when I was thinking yeah. about different movies, and I was like, that movie was really like the story was good, the music was good, yeah. the animation was. Beautiful. Yeah, well, that's the other thing is like, my animation doesn't yeah. really cross my mind as much either. Yeah. But I mean, I I'm I'm fine with that, man. Like yeah. I I could have had that on my list. I'd be yeah. happy with it. Like that, it it, it was great. It's in in like, and it definitely falls in the category of this is a film I'm going to in the future. Yeah. Watch again and again and again. Yeah, I haven't yet, it, but yeah. I I yeah. would. Well, I mean, it already came out in 2019, so yeah, it's yeah. not like I'd you know be, I'd be into it. And it is a film that you. Probably when we watch around a very certain specific time. Well, like and that's Christmas, part of it right? too, yeah, right? You know? Is that I just wasn't yeah. so much thinking in terms of specifically yeah. kind of holiday. Yeah. Um, but we didn't. We did a whole episode. We did an episode on it. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, check out that episode. And uh, the, the movie's very good. The episodes. Who knows? Our, <laughs> I'm sure it was good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, because we did a bunch of like in that year, we did like we did like a big. We, we did a bunch like, of Christmas like movies. December, yeah. we pretty yeah. much did Christmas movies the whole the whole year, the yeah. whole month pretty much. So yeah, and it it's one of those it's like one of those films where it's just like genuinely hard to find fault with any part of it. Yeah, well, like I said at the time, right? Like it it was uh, made by like a new animation studio That's that was right. founded yeah. by people that used to work at Disney back in like the classic era like renaissance era mm -hmm. and it feels very in tune with renaissance era disney yes and like if klaus had come out in like the 90s like in the like the midnight early to mid 90s like in the like in the height of the renaissance era mm -hmm. from disney like you you would not have batted an eye although the the, the art style is a little different because they their idea was to kind of do a modern like like what the Disney Renaissance style could have been like if it had continued on. Right. Right. So the the art style and the animation style is a little bit more developed. Yeah. But overall, as a movie, it has a real similar kind of feel mm -hmm. to that Renaissance era of Disney, and and I say that in the best possible way because I think that's probably you know the strong their strongest era in many ways. Yes. Um, you know. Uh. So it looks like that was episode 212? Yeah. Oh, well, thanks for looking it up. Uh, but yeah, not a whole ton a lot to say about that. Uh, it's really good. Um, we did a whole episode on it, so yeah, I definitely would recommend checking that out or just watching the movie. Yeah. I know we're past Christmas now, but, you know, maybe put it on the list for next year or... Yeah. Or if you're still wanting to feel a little bit of... Mm -hmm. And it's an easy. And it's an easy one to see. It's a Netflix original it's a, release, yeah, so, so it's it'll, just, it'll probably yeah. always be on there, at least you know for mm -hmm. the foreseeable future. So, yeah. So yeah, cool, that's cool. My uh, fairly recent one, but uh, or like in terms of like, yeah. it, well, it, the list only goes to 2019. My so. nine is also my nine is from my nine is from 2019 as well. Oh yeah. Uh, so again, uh, sticking with real recent, uh, or you know as recent as this list gets. 
Uh, and sticking with the darker, creepier thing. Now, mm-hmm. this is one where I do not remember. Sorry, it was episode 213. 212 was Gremlins. Right. Yeah, because yeah, like I said, we did kind of. We did a bunch of Christmassy yeah. movies for like yeah. pretty much that whole month. Yeah. Um, so you're number nine here. Sorry. It's, yeah, it's my nine. Um, I don't remember. I know we did a list for 2019, mm. but I don't know if this was on i don't remember what was on that list mm. i don't know i have no idea if this was on it uh it's kind of grown on me like i liked it we did an episode on this movie i will yeah. say that yeah we did do a list for 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 2019 i know yeah. that's what i said yeah, yeah, but yeah. i don't know what was on it oh okay yeah yeah we did do an episode on this movie and i will it, it's we're sticking sticking with that creepy darker okay. uh arena of things it's dr sleep ah uh, because as that one I've come back so to good. round two and it's I mean it might be silly to say it's held up because it's only like two years old but but like it's I've come back around to it and a couple times and it's like yeah it's just so well crafted and I and I said at the time when we made the episode when we did the episode on it mm-hmm. like obviously you can't take away from the classicness of the shining movie right like yeah it's Kubrick. It's it's so iconic, but like overall, I think I might actually like Doctor Sleep more in a lot of ways because it's, it's so watchable. Watching them so because I, I had to watch yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. I never really seen The Shining in full before, I know. so I watched it in full before watching Doctor Sleep. Yeah, and it's like they're all they're like so like they're so similar, but also so very different. Exactly. It's and and so like I can see going either way, but just it's so well crafted and Mm -hmm. and the the line that it walks of like being more true to kind of like the stephen king style and the book kind of thing and being able to bring in more of that but also still technically being a sequel to the shining movie the the kubrick film Mm -hmm. uh and kind of making that compromise but like making it in a way that works as best as possible for both sides and then just like it's so like it's just so good like, mm. it's just so well crafted and of course now the funny part is is that since that movie now there's this whole thing where like people have really discovered Mike Flanagan yeah as a filmmaker and he's become this cottage industry of like he has all his Netflix shows that yeah. is like an ongoing thing where like every time one ends the next one begins yeah, like almost overlapping there's yeah. just like continuously right so i mean for those who don't know like so he he did like the haunting of hill house yeah netflix show haunting of fly manor and then uh, midnight mass mm-hmm. after that i actually haven't seen any of his netflix shows yet because again i'm rubbish at watching things but uh we did episodes on both dr sleep and on his film oculus which yes. was before that yeah uh we, we we also did an episode on that which i've been heard highly recommended and yeah. we finally watched that and i was like that's really good yeah um so yeah like especially in that kind of horror uh area uh his name has become very heavily associated with like good stuff because like i say like his netflix shows are very popular although i haven't seen them yet myself but they're very well regarded very popular and uh so yeah i'm i I'm hoping he doesn't burn himself out. I'm also well. Hoping, that's my worry, but like, so far it seems like holy crap. I, I, like I'm also hoping he does like I haven't heard he anything. does like a feature length oh, film he, again. He, he's still doing movies too. Oh, yeah, okay. like I, 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 you gotta remember, right? 
uh, Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep was only 2019. Yeah, that was only a couple years ago, and he's true. done three shows in since, the time since in that then, time, yeah. right? So I mean, I think yes, he, but he is doing more with movies as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just it's so good. Like uh, obviously the acting, like you had you know McGregor and like just everybody, like mm-hmm. the 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 girl that's in yes. it is oh, really really good. Yeah. Um, the villain is really good. Uh, you know, it's just it's so good. Yeah. It's it's one of those like kind of like and it's really a lot long of people, there's like a lot of discussion about like kind of like some of the like the issues between the shining and Stanley yeah, yeah, Kubrick yeah. and like what the end movie ended up being versus sure. like what they wanted and stuff like that. And I feel like and, and like I like the shining is sort of like I feel like the the like ah oh, like this is what happens when you actually like get like the visions kind of all Right. Like, it all meets in the same place rather than a little bit more splinter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doctor, Doctor Sleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, and the other thing is, is that, like, it's so watchable. Like, even the longer cut, mm. the extended cut, which I would recommend, it is long. Especially mm. for, like, what you expect of, like, like this isn't, like, a your, like a horror movie. Like, oh, I'm going to go watch a horror movie. It's, like, you know, 88-minute yeah, yeah, slasher yeah. film yeah, yeah. with no character development, no mm-hmm. nothing. You just watch a bunch of, like, kids getting killed for an hour and a half. Two, two hours and 20 minutes. Which could be fun, yeah. right? But it's, like, this is a whole different ball of wax. Yeah. But, like, it is not boring. It doesn't drag. No. It all... Everything feels earned. And, and even an extended version just seems better because you mm-hmm. get more of that depth. Which I guess is part of what makes it feel so good as like, uh, like a Stephen King adaptation yeah. in terms of taking that book feel, and getting into this because it's it just feels it has that epic feel, but it's not too much like it's just mm. it does it so skillfully. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's good. And, and it's a and it's a real different. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say different because uh, Ian McGregor's actually done some pretty like dark thrillery, yeah. tortured characters sure. type of stuff before. So I guess it's not that different. It's just different than a lot of the typical thing, you know. It's not Obi Wan. It's not yeah, yeah. a lot of the more kind of uh, lighthearted stuff that a lot of people know now mm. him for now. But you know, it's yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, it uh, it was on my initial like like short list. Short list. Yeah. <laughs> short list. I wasn't sure. Quote unquote short list of like twenty five movies. I, I wasn't sure yeah. if I was gonna have it. I had some other possibilities. Mm. Uh, subbed in for it, um, but I ended up going with it in the end. Again, I don't even remember if it was on my 2019 list. It probably was on there somewhere. I suspect maybe, it might have been. It probably wasn't even at the top because that's what I'm finding out is that like a lot of times. Well, here's the thing: is it might not oh, have been on your it, 2019. I know it wasn't at the top. You probably didn't. You might not have seen it in time. It could have been that. Also, I know what was on the top of my 2019 list. And if you don't remember, I'm not going to remind you. Yeah. But I was just recently oh, reminded. <laughs> <laughs> and I was recently reminded. And I was like, that's not even on this list. And, oh. that, and it was my number one for what my What was your number one? Jojo yeah. Rabbit. Oh, right. At yes. the time, not to say that it's bad. It just... In the moment. At the time, for sure. that year, yeah. how I was feeling at the time, that was the one that most impressed me yeah. at that time. But like, as time has gone on, it's like, yeah, it was good. But, you know. Yeah. Um, next episode uh, 234 I was talking about Dr. Snow alright you got that looked up too Yeah, impressive Um, alright so you're 9 my 9 my 9 is in some ways probably the like weakest film on my list sure Um, it's the oldest film on my list from 2010 okay Um, perfect was it on the first version 
on the original list? Uh, ooh, that is a good question. Uh, I, I don't, I know I just read those out, but whatever, I just go, that's fine. Um, just say, just okay. say what you need to say. Uh, it's 18. Oh, okay. I love this movie. It's great. It's so much fun. Yeah. It, it, it is a combination of the nostalgia of me being from a kid, loving yeah. the 18 TV show. Yeah. And like, like sort of like modernizing it without bastardizing it. Yeah. And it's, it's just a, it's just a fun movie to watch. Yeah. I've seen it a bunch of times. I plan on watching it again. Like I'm, I'm yeah. like not a movie I'm going to ever like be like, be like, I, you know, like sometimes you watch a movie like once, tw- maybe you watch it a second time just to really get it. And you're like, I'm good. I'm never going to watch that again. You know, like when I was running through all of the things that fell within this timeline mm-hmm. where I had to figure out like, oh, what what's going to be on this list? Yeah. I mean, I came across that, and it certainly gave me pause. I didn't end up including it, but it's just a little bit maybe. It will. I know exactly. A little bit lighter air yeah, yeah, there yeah. than it, what, and that's you know. And the, but I was thinking like uh, exactly all those things. Like like I said, it is sort of the it's it's there's nothing. But it's there's it's, nothing amazing about it's it definitely, in terms of like uh, like as in like like film craft it's or super anything. Super underrated though. I'll yeah, say well, that that's... for sure because people don't even. I mean, there's that joke, not really joke, but that anecdote <laughs> about when Bradley Cooper met Bill Clinton. Yeah. At some big function, you know, some like political thing. Yeah. And Bill Clinton, and like the first thing he said is like he came up to him and he met he met Bill Clinton mm-hmm. and Clinton's like, like oh when are you gonna make a sequel to that eighteen, 18 movie? movie? And Bradley Cooper had to break thought he was making fun of him. Oh no! Because he was like, "Oh yeah, I get it, I get it." It underperformed. Oh like, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. And it was like, no. It turned out Bill Clinton was just a huge fan of that movie, and he yeah. honestly just wanted to see a sequel. And then he had to break it to Bill Clinton. Like, yeah. That movie bombed. And it's like, yeah, we all wanted a sequel. Unfortunately, that's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. And and people do not seem. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Um, I don't like. Like, this is a movie where it's, like, I just have a smile on my face the whole time I'm watching yeah, it. It's they, just... They, I think that the problem that a lot of people have with it is a problem born out of, like, not really understanding what the A-Team really is. And not getting the fact that, like, they nailed perfectly... And that sort of that's like, irreverent. This is of. something because we talk. We've talked about the eighteen before on this yeah. podcast. I, I, we didn't do an episode on it, but it has come up in top fives yeah. before, uh, or or it's come up somewhere before. It's come anyway. up. Um, and I think one of the things is because I I we we talked about this like why why was the critical response to this so like like yeah. mixed in a way that like 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 do these do these reviewers have no the joy? people making the movie understood it in a way that like most. Audiences and, and critics and I, don't. I think the thing but is, but they is, got it. They knew it exactly what they were to was like. If you're reviewing this movie, if you're watching the A Team, yeah, but you didn't watch the A Team as a kid, it's going to have no impact. Well, not only just it's going to mean nothing to not you. Not only just watching the A Team as a kid, but actually understanding what it is. Oh, like what the, the, like what the yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, like it's. I mean, it's borderline satire in the same way. Yeah. Like it's. It's the same. It's literally, you know what satire. it is. It's the same people who don't understand that RoboCop was satire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, like yeah. And that's half RoboCop of what makes it so is great. Also, almost a horror movie. If you don't, but get, it is also satire. If you don't get the sat- satirical yeah. aspect, yeah, then it you lose half of what makes it good. Mm-hmm. 
So, no. well, no, duh, you're not going to think that's that it's yeah, that great exactly. yeah. because you don't actually get it, mm-hmm. you know? And it was the same thing with the with A-Team. It's like, if you don't get it, of course you're just going to think like, oh, like well, it's, you know, average action movie or something like that yeah. or, or even like, you know, no. less than that. But it's yeah. like, it's uh, like, no, like, no, you don't get it. You like, nailed, they, 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 they somehow nailed like a 20, no, almost 30 like year the old. The casting was so perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? 25 year old concept. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's great. It's not on my list because like I say, I just felt like, eh, it's a little. They fly a tank in this movie. <laughs> well, they try. They try to fly a tank in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah, even Jessica Biel's good in this, you know? Yeah, they really needed that. They needed that kind of outside, sort of like, the character that the, understood the, the, them and knew what they were about. But was also consistently asking, what is wrong with you but like, But basically, yeah. like, could also sort of yeah. call out the fact that, like, how ridiculous what yeah. they did was. Yeah. 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 All right. Good so stuff. that's my number nine, the eight team. Awesome. All, All right. right. Well, eight. Uh, my eight, mm-hmm. um, much like that, is a guess, especially compared to my nine and ten, <laughs> yeah. a little more turned towards fun. Okay. This is actually the first one on my list that falls into the zone of when we did the first list. Uh, oh, okay. The 2010 and 2014 list. Yeah. This is 2014 release. Okay. This is not on that list. I don't even know if I'd seen it yet at that point. Or if it was ever under consideration for that list. Yeah. But now, all these years later, I just, I can't, like, I can't let go of this. And it's uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Ah. Uh. Wes Anderson. I still think that's, I mean, I like Wes Anderson films. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen them all because I'm rubbish at watching things. I'll say that about 20 <laughs> times this, on this thing. But, like, I've seen most of the older ones, at least. From back when I did watch movies more, mm-hmm. and um, I like them as a general rule. I like his style. I like how he makes movies. I really like the Life Aquatic. Yeah, uh, because I also really like Bill Murray, mm. and I know, I know Bill Murray's in like pretty much every Wes Anderson movie. But you know, obviously, Life Aquatic was the one where he was the main character. Mm-hmm. But like Fantastic Mr. Fox. But but uh, but the Grand Budapest Hotel, and I know I said mm. this to you at the time. Yeah. Uh, but it was never on the list. But it felt like, oh, somebody like somehow like mind read like my inner soul and just like, oh, let's just make a movie for this guy. Yeah. And there's a movie that's coming later on that's even more from so. The same, which is kind of in the same. And when that happens, it's like. I don't know why I didn't have this on the previous list. You mean like I say, I must not have seen it yet at the time, Um, because it's It's a real good movie. It was on my shortlist. It's definitely my favorite Wes Anderson film, and that's saying a lot because I really like a couple of the his others. Um, Did you see the Did you see the 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 one with the dogs? I haven't yet. Isle of Dogs. Yeah, yeah. I think you'll like it. I'm. I think I will too. I've. I actually saw some. Like, randomly saw a couple of clips recently that yeah. I was like, huh, interesting. Yeah. But yeah, like, Grand Budapest Hotel, I just, I love that kind of, like, weird, like, it's this, you know, like, that weird kind of, like, almost fairy tale mm-hmm. sort of, like, surreal kind of, like, 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 this, like, we're telling you a story. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like has like a lot of cursing in it and just like like characters like really nasty characters but then like 
it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And there's just there's just so much going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the characters. I love the the cast. Obviously, there's a lot of the same people that yeah, I he love. loves. He he has his his crew yeah, of actors. Yeah, so he that likes are to... in a lot of things. But I mean, like Ray Fiennes is kind of like the main character yeah, in this, and he's good. not necessarily a Wes no. Anderson regular per se, but he fits in perfectly, mm-hmm. and he's really really good. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Um, I should probably go back and watch it again, but I it was one of the first things I thought of when we were going to do this list, and I knew that I was like, I don't think I've ever had this on a list before, but like, I just, good. it stood the test of time, although, like I said, I haven't seen it in a while, but like, it's just so unique, and, I mean, it's very Wes Anderson, mm. but it's also a little different. Mm. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to watching uh, the French Dispatch because it looks yeah. like it's very much in the same vein as the Hopefully. Grand Budapest Hotel. Hopefully, yeah. um, I would also uh, like to watch that. But uh, episode, episode, oh yeah, all right. Um, I'm easy. Uh, <laughs> movie I like to watch. Would you like to watch and discuss it? Okay. Yeah. No, is that's that why we do this? Is that why, yeah, that's why we do this. Yeah. Uh, so that's my eight. That's your eight. All right. Okay. So my eight. Um, so. There have been a lot of Star Wars movies in the last decade. Oh, here we go. Um, I hope a, you... a lot of them have been okay. Yeah. Um, some of that's, them have that's, been that's generous. Some of them have been less than okay, <laughs> but with good parts. Some of them have been actually quite entertaining. One of them, I think, stands in league with the Star Wars of old, and this is. Probably because it's um, proximity to the stories of Star Wars of old. <laughs> and that would be Rogue One from 2016. Yeah. It, I, it, it's so good. It came very close. It's so good. It was hard. It, I, like, I, I was really torn because I was like, I almost, I was like, I feel like it's like, I, I almost don't want to dignify <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> what Star, Star Wars, Wars has become. Is, uh, until, like, the oh like the Boba shows Fett, the, that they're like doing Mandalorian now, and, and which yeah, yeah. that's the truth the shows Again. the shows that they're doing now and Rogue One are basically the things that have rescued yeah. like the only things that have kept Star Wars I feel alive. fairly strong about Solo but I know I'm kind of alone on that I hill no I really enjoyed <laughs> it and at the time when but, it came out but the thing is is Solo is such a precursor yeah. film it's a real like no I enjoyed it thing. a lot and yeah. at the time when it came out I actually said. Yeah, uh, in our comments about it on the podcast, I actually said at the time that that was like my favorite one of like the newer ones that have been coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, but time has really kind of borne out that yeah. like Rogue One is just come on, it's so it's a masterpiece. It's so evocative of the original trilogy, but but also but, with a different twist. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, and it the characters are all great. Yeah, uh, and it's it's us. It's simple story. They yeah. don't they don't go way needlessly elaborate, which is like so yeah. much the problem of the, the more recent films. And yeah. it just does like it does everything you want in a Star Wars film all the time without actually having a Jedi in it, right? Which is am- which is amazing. Yeah. Like they're no. I mean, Darth Vader appears briefly, but like he's not like the, he's not one of the characters you're with. Oh. <laughs> Let me tell you, Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've never. Feel, I feel so torn about it because I really dislike the scene, like oh. the first big Vader scene where it's like the talking scene. Yeah, yeah because yeah. I do not feel that the guy 
no, he was doesn't. physically playing Vader in that didn't nailed his physical presence and mannerisms. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also felt that even though they got uh, James Earl Jones for the voice back, yeah. it's a little talky. It's way too talky. Yeah, like Vader was never that conversational. That really bothered yeah. me. Obviously, his voice has changed. He is a very mm-hmm. um, elderly man now. Yes, uh, you know. Great that he's still with us and uh, as, more power. His elderliness could be seen in, but uh, it doesn't. He doesn't coming sound, to America too. But he doesn't sound the same, right? And and that's fine. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be exactly perfect. But yeah, he was way too chatty. Mm-hmm. He just didn't talk. He he had the James Earl vo- Jones voice, but he didn't talk the way that Vader talks. Yeah, yeah. So so there, I was, would guess what the writing would be the problem. Yeah. But then you had the final. Like with him tearing through the hallway. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh my god! Like, it's it's the scene the that we things. never got from yeah. the original trilogy. Like, kind of basically. in the sense that it's yeah. the thing that makes you think. It's the thing that really makes you go like, oh yeah, that's why like everybody is afraid of him, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. like a complete unstoppable beast. Like yeah, yeah. because we only really see like what happens with like him and 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 Luke and like how that mm-hmm. sort of like there's a lot of complexity to how that developed, right? And it's like, oh, that's right, yeah. Like, he is just this ridiculous badass that can just just tear through it, you know. And it's the same kind of thing, like, you think now with, like, what they're doing now with, like, you know, like, Boba Fett and stuff like that, where it's just, like, there's that thing where people are always like, like, oh, yeah, Boba Fett, like, he's such a badass, blah, blah. But it's like, but look back at the actual original movies. Like, his only real appearance back then, like, most of what people think of as, like, like, oh, Boba Fett, he's such a badass, he's so awesome, is, like, from, like, expanded universe stuff that yeah. people have just and, and basically glorified also he looks cool basically glorified <laughs> fan fiction yeah, yeah and because he looks cool right yeah. but it's like if you go back to his actual appearances in the original movies like he does nothing like yeah. he is a chump like he but it's he captures because, Han Solo and falls in the star like yeah that's but what it's, that's but what but it's because he was more of like a like a plot device back yeah. then he wasn't really a major you know a real well, character I mean and that is I mean that's but now of course they're faced with mm. now they have to show like you know like there's a reason he has like the reputation and the then that pass and the you know yeah. that he has right like they have to somewhat rehabilitate yeah. you know and and kind of portray the Boba Fett that people feel like he's supposed to be right mm. um, and so with that it's like we got the prequels yeah. where we got to see Kid Anakin Teen Anakin yeah. you know Whiny McWinerton Anakin yeah. and then it's like and then we're to believe that like oh and then he just magically becomes this badass yeah. Darth Vader. And that was a little bit of a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, I mean, it turns out the sequel trilogy has. I didn't. I. I don't want to see the kid version of the badass adult character. Yeah. The sequel trilogy has gone a long ways towards making me feel a lot better about the prequels. Mm. <laughs> yeah, for, 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 yeah, but still, they're still very flawed, obviously. Yeah. But like, yeah, in Rogue One, when you when it, I mean, I mean that moment. Yeah. With like the 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 alarms going and that that creepy alarm and then the darkness and then the red lights and the and then you know yeah. and then just the, the just lightsaber activation. his silhouette well it's the, the 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 breathing yeah yeah you hear the breathing and you just see a little bit of a silhouette and then his lightsaber activates and then it's just game on yeah and it's crazy like just and i mean that lasts like what like 15 seconds yeah, i mean yeah, it's yeah. like such a short but it's like oh my god what yeah. am i seeing but yeah like you said the characters all the rest of the characters in the movie yeah. are great the story's great. Here you go. The you story's get... very straightforward. Like you say, all, all the things they need to hit yeah. are you've got you've got 
an impending sense of urgency yeah. that that seems like like you you can sort of wonder like how are they ever going to catch up to what they need to do? Yeah, you've got you've got a bunch of mismatched characters. Well, they're not going to do it have and to wor- get out of there. That's for sure. <laughs> Spoil. Oh wait. Uh, you know, you've, you've got a bunch of mix-match characters who are forced to work together who don't necessarily work together. You have you have excellent you have an excellent droid character, like top-notch droid character. Yeah, you gotta know, have that. Like 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 only probably only surpassed by R two D two. You know, in terms of yeah. you know, I mean, I think that there's a lot of room for <laughs> yeah. Everybody see, see our top five droid. Everybody's got their favorite droid, <laughs> droid characters, but yeah, yeah. I mean, he yeah. is amazing. It's yeah. So yeah. So Rogue One is definitely yeah. Like, I mean, that that's the closest that that anything like the, that came. It's to. the only one of the recent Star Wars films that I've gone back and even wanted to go back and watch again. Yeah, you know, it's the only one that's like a genuinely like great movie. I would say yeah, for sure. Yeah, even sure. Solo, I was entertained by, but like. It was kind it was of good. like, yeah. like man, it was yeah. it was good. <laughs> I I think I think the thing with Solo is is it was coming off such of a low from yeah. that last Star the previous Star Wars from last Jedi, yeah. from last Jedi that it was yeah, like no oh this is fantastic <laughs> you know it's, you know that's, that's a good point that's a good point sometimes that's how relative. it is yeah it's all relative yeah all right so uh, you're seven uh, my seven my seven is from 2017 okay um this was on my list for that year but it was not at the top um for a few sort of minor this is kind of what i was talking about like when we were talking about this beforehand where it's like there are things where it's like i go looking back like when we did lists for years i would knock points off for certain kind of like almost kind of trivial things now Mm. looking back on it but it's like but then for other reasons like those are the movies that have stood the test of time and kind of stepped up or, mm-hmm. you know, stayed. Um, and for me on this one, it's all about the, uh, that artistic, like I was talking about earlier, like that artistic impact. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's um, 2017, like I said, it's Blade Runner 2049. Ah, yeah. Which for me is just like, ah, like the story is good, but it's nothing mm-hmm. amazing. Like it's a pretty standard it's 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 got a lot of kind of tropey aspects to it um the the it definitely doesn't have that thing that the original blade runner had of like having that great kind of villain aspect where like the villain is almost like if you looked at it from the villain's perspective you're actually kind of like oh, yeah I actually kind of side with the villain here yeah, yeah 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 because it's so understandable like why what they're doing you know because they just wanted to survive mm-hmm. and whereas here like the villains are just villains they're just very typical like why are they bad Eh, they just are Mm. you know they're just bad because they're villains you know so that aspect is definitely weaker but i mean it's just such a beautiful film you know the visuals the way that it the way that it carries forward on the aesthetic of the original film and it kind of takes that to the next level with the what it can do with you know, effects being what they are now mm-hmm. and kind of develops that and it stays in the same world and just kind of projects that forward. It doesn't really try to take too much from like what's happened in the real world since it really kind of sticks with like, it's still the future as projected by like the eighties. Like there's mm. still no cell phones. There's still no, yeah, you know, yeah. it's still, there's still, it's still that very much that, you know, but it's also kind of updated a little bit because it is 30 years after the original and 
but like oh, the visuals are so impressive the music is so impressive like it fits right in with um you know that amazing obviously original music um and there's just something like i mean it Denis Villeneuve, obviously yeah. director. Well, I mean, there's something about because Arrival, his touch on it, because Arrival also kind of fell within this, and that was also a contender. That was very close to being on my that list. That was a contender well. for me yeah. as well because it's an amazing. But I just I decided to go with uh, 2049 because it's just it, it's just so like as an experience, like it's not the same. Like if you just like like oh I'm gonna watch it on my phone, like it's you know it's not that kind of movie. It's not that kind of. It's like if you when you see it in th- in the theater hopefully as best the theater as you can and you just that that impact that it has mm-hmm. because it's just washing over and it, it's just but it's not just the visuals it's not just the music it's like how everything comes together mm-hmm. it's the characters and the how it evolves I mean, and how all it, films are artistic endeavors yeah well maybe not all films but most <laughs> films are artistic yeah. but some films like are more art and that's why others. like even with and sort of the little bit of flaws here and there as like maybe not necessarily being the perfect movie but like it still is really stuck with me just because it's so just it's just such a beautiful and then i remember when we did the episode you were i mean i enjoyed it but you were really well because also like the odds are so against it like oh yeah like when is that ever a thing to go to a movie that's that classic Mm -hmm. 30 years later and then be like yeah we're just gonna make like a sequel to it now you know, and then and then it's gonna be good, and have it be like you know, and then of course, just like the original, <laughs> the box totally flopped, yeah, and yeah. it will forever remain like that's what it is. Yeah, um, which somehow just feels right. You know? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it sucks, but at the same time, it's like yeah, yeah that's probably for the best. Yeah, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry for you know yeah. people who lost money on it or whatever, but it's like whatever, like. Yeah. The, the people who lost... Look, my... look, everybody who worked on that movie got paid. That's all Yeah, that exactly, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's just so... Like, it's hard to explain. It's one of those movies where it's hard to explain mm-hmm. what's so great about it because you can say, oh, it has great visuals. Well, you can say it has great music. You can say it has great acting, which also... I mean, this is the movie that made me be like, oh, Ryan Gosling oh, yeah. is good. Because yeah. I you did didn't... not like Ryan no, Gosling you were, at all. You before. were... You... I mean... I think we both came from I the like. I just didn't get it. I was like, what we is... both came from the like. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I just didn't get it. But like, I, I had seen enough a bunch of movies right. with him that you hadn't like right. beforehand. Sure. And I was like, Ryan Gosling's done good recently. Yeah. For and sure. then he did this, and it was just right. like, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I get yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. I get that there's some stuff, yeah. but like, this was what made me kind of be like, oh, huh. That's he's not like really what I thought he was. I guess. Yeah. In some ways. I mean, obviously, he still has done things that I'm just kind of like, mm. ugh, that wouldn't be my... But I don't know. It was just something about it, like, the way, you know... Uh, I don't know. Just something about him just didn't really do it for me. And then I saw this, and, the, and then the other thing would be, like, um, the other kind of, like, in that in that running, kind of, like, with saying, like, oh, yeah. like, Arrival would be, like, an alternative, like, Denis Villeneuve pick. Yeah. Um, the Nice Guys. Oh, Yeah. With him and, and Russell Crowe, the, yeah. the Shane Black uh, movie. Very good, yeah. I really enjoyed that as well. Uh, super uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang vibes. Yeah. Because yeah. it was kind of Shane Black coming back to that. And that's like kind of what I wanted like Iron Man 3 to be. Like when I heard Shane Black was doing Iron Man 3, I was like, oh, oh man. Yeah. If it's like 
Kiss Kiss Bang Bang Shane Black because it means reteaming with Robert Downey Jr. I was yeah. just like, but the problem was is it, the edges kind of all got shaved off and it was just mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, okay, whatever, it's a Marvel movie, and you know, eh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. But like when then when he made this, when he made not this, when he made the other, the nice guys, I was like, ah, okay, see yeah. that's that's the Shane Black I want, like. And again, Ryan Gosling's in that, and really made me be like, "Oh man, all right, yeah, he's he's on the list." Like, I think my biggest fear in terms of like what was going to turn out in this movie yeah. in in Blade Runner twenty forty nine was Harrison Ford being in it. Yeah, and like, okay, because really he is like he is fully either. in his like I'm just phoning it in like phase of acting in, a in way, terms of but... like. In a way, but his approach to but uh, a big difference though is that he really liked doing and, it. And well, that was sort of the thing. So that that was sort of brought me a little. Which he often like, doesn't. No. And so like a lot of the movies that he does nowadays, it's like he kind of brings this kind of grumpy kind of like yeah, like like oh man, it's it's, it's, it's weed money. Yeah. Uh, but like he really enjoyed working with the people on that he worked with on this. Yeah. He really enjoyed uh, working with Ryan Gosling and working with. As a director. I mean, asking and a character, asking an actor to like, like he could much you reprise a role you haven't played in thirty years? Yeah. Also, was almost from the beginning of your career. Yeah. Well, I mean, he <laughs> much know? preferred doing this to say like Star Wars. doing Star Wars because yeah. he's never really cared that much about Star yeah. Wars. It's just not really his thing. It's yeah. just not his thing. And, well, and you like, saw that when he was in. Yeah. It's like sorry, Star Wars fans. Like he's great as Han Solo. Han Solo is a great character. Yeah. But. Star Wars just isn't his thing. Yeah. It never was. It never will be. No. You know, it just, I mean, you, okay. you got to get past that. As, as great as he, as he is in that, like, go watch, like, uh, uh, what's the one with him and, and the one-armed man? Um, oh, The Fugitive. The Fugitive. Yeah. Like, I Well, mean, you never need a special excuse to watch that. The Fugitive. Speaking right, of, like, movies that would just fall. Underrated. I mean, it's underrated <laughs> only in the sense that, like, it's not talked about every day by every person on Earth. <laughs> Like obviously it's it was successful yeah and it won awards and all that kind of stuff so I mean it's not underrated in that sense but like it's the fact that it's not a commonly cited like yeah. like everyone's not just like oh the future go yeah watch classic the future. amazing go watch the future if it, you haven't seen the future watch the future yeah yeah. yeah yeah it's one of the most quotable movies it has it's great yeah. anyways yeah getting way off track yeah yeah sorry but yeah Blade Runner. Yeah, he because because the original was a tough was tough. Mm-hmm. Like it was his working relationship with, with Ridley Scott on the original was not super great. Mm-hmm. That was a tough shoot. Uh, there was a lot of different opinions on things, and it did not go that well. So it wasn't a case of just like jumping at like like oh yeah you know I think Harrison Ford is proud of what Blade Runner ended up being. Like mm-hmm. he likes the movie, but like it wasn't necessarily the best experience. Sure. So coming back to do this, you know, it was sort of like, well, no, no, but he really enjoyed it. So it's like, yeah, Harrison Ford likes Blade Runner. Harrison Ford likes Indiana Jones. Yeah. He loves being Indiana Jones. He loves being Indiana Jones. Doesn't really like Star Wars. Fair enough. It's just not his thing. Yeah. Like people need to just accept that. It's the kind of thing where like nowadays, like a lot, like actors pass on roles because they'll read a script, especially in franchise stuff. And they'll be like, number of actors who like aren't in like Marvel movies because they're just like, understand what's going on yeah like it's not their thing if, if star wars came out now harrison ford would pass because he's like i read the script i don't know what's going on and so he just wouldn't have done it you know like and yeah. and and you know so exactly. yeah it would have been that kind of case. but like you know back then you know early in his career yeah you know it was it was an opportunity and i mean thank goodness but 
Yeah. You know? For, but, yeah. I mean, no one else would have been as good. No. But, yeah. But yeah. people just need to but, get over but, the fact that... In the that, same way of, like, who would you... Because it's you, something who that... Who would you recast him in Blade Runner? Who that, would you recast in Blade yeah, Runner? Right? But it's like, something that comes up all the time. People are always yeah. like, like, oh, like, Harrison Ford doesn't like Star Wars, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's so what? Like... He doesn't. So did a lot of people that worked it that were in stock. Yeah, like, like just get over it. Like yeah, it's yeah. not that big a deal. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, anyways, episode one hundred nineteen. If you want to go back and oh, listen to our uh, for Blade yeah. Runner twenty four nine old episode, we, we did the original and twenty yeah twenty eighteen. It's um, uh, episode one eighteen and one nineteen. Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so that's uh, seven. It's your seven. What's your seven? All right. Uh, my seven. Um. Uh. Movie with the. Terrible name. Uh-oh. Sounds like a James Bond film. 2014. Not James Bond not in it. Edge of Tomorrow. Oh. Uh, a movie that surprised the hell out of me at the time. I saw the trailers. I knew of the, you know, uh, uh, comic book origin, uh, Japanese comic book origin yeah. of it. Uh you it know, light, it was Japanese. It was a light novel first. Light novel, and, and then, then it, it they do that the manga, manga. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, you know, I I read I read the manga, and and I was like, oh, you know, yeah, cool. You know, and Tom Cruise, Emily Blunt, sure. This this trailer looks great. You know, um, and, I don't, and you know, the the whole name change thing, of course, all over the place with it. Yeah. Um, that's you know Hollywood being. I mean, Hollywood. It was more of like a marketing issue. I yeah, mean, it was a marketing. technically the titles never really changed. No, it's no. just yeah. It depends on where you left. Is what's on the DVD. Sure, <laughs> that's the only real. Yeah, it's, it's like, like how big are the letters? Uh, yeah, exactly. Know, like yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and you know, in in general, like by all rights, like should have been you know just a an action, average action film. Yeah. Um, but well, especially like with Tom Cruise involved, you never really know what you're going to get because the problem is is that like. Tom Cruise just always Tom Cruiseifies everything. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like, well, it, uh, am I getting Mission Impossible Tom Cruise, or am I getting you know, uh, so, you know, so, uh, I guess that's no different than. Yeah. But the point is, is that like, <laughs> that's not yeah. what I mean. Yeah. It's not so much that that Tom Cruise buries a wildly in quality, as much as it is that like. No, he he just brings a Tom Cruise to right. Yeah. So like, if that's not what you're into, or if you want to see something kind of different. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna get that. No, you're gonna get Tom Cruise, and so basically that doesn't always work. Yeah, right. Like the Mummy didn't work because mm. they were like, "Well, we're gonna make like the modern version of the Mummy." And it's like, okay, sounds cool. I'm on board. And then you put Tom Cruise, in and they're like, "Well, okay, that just turns it into a Tom Cruise movie." Yeah, is the Mummy really meant to be a Tom Cruise movie? Like that's not really mm. right. So, you know. Edge of Tomorrow, Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, um, but like, I and, was, and most to me, I was like, I was thinking like this movie was going to be like a good action film. But then they were, it was so clever, yeah, so entertaining, so like, like watchable. Yeah. Uh, coming up on this list, this is like I will, this is my seven. Yeah, and it's I've seen it more than any than my eight, nine, or ten. I will say this. Uh, it was. I do like it. Mm-hmm. It was never really a contender for this list for me. No, uh, it has not really aged that well for me. Oh, okay. Uh, I still think it's good. I just don't think it's like that amazing. Uh, it's just I don't know. There's something about it. Maybe it's that Tom Cruiseification thing. 
Yeah. There's something about it that just feels a bit bland. Like, hmm. just kind of like, oh, yeah, it's just kind of what it is. This is, like, it, this is one of those movies but it's where, not, like... But it's good. Like, it's really cool. I it's will just, go I will go, and I will watch, like, bits and pieces of it in clips on, like, YouTube or yeah. whatever. Like, it's where yeah, I'm like, I mean, oh, it's, yeah, re- it's really good. Part. I love this. I like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. like, there's lots of parts that are great. Uh, I just think, like, as an overall experience, it's not something that I would watch that often. Mm. It's just kind of like, like, I don't know, it's just kind of like, it feels very sort of, um, I don't, I don't know. It just doesn't it, have it didn't rewatch, age for you. It doesn't eh? have the rewatchability for me. It doesn't have, it doesn't age as well for me. Um, I think that, uh, I mean, Emily Blunt really kind of saves it to a large degree in terms of just well she's the variety she's she's what makes it not a just tom Cruise. she's way more interesting to watch in it than he is yeah well he's 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 not bad and i like the whole concept of starting out with a guy who is completely useless yeah yeah. and then he has to slowly become a badass into one day at a time yeah Um, well it's like that's cool from a different angle yeah she's the main character of the movie yeah, you know, it just happens to be well, the, we're seeing it through his eyes. Well, the different because the difference is well, she's the main character of another movie. She's already like the ultimate badass. Yeah, but yeah. But the difference is she's not in the loop. Yeah, yeah, she so, was. So and she then, needs him. Yeah. To be able to access yeah. the time loop, but he needs her expertise because he is completely useless. Yeah. Right. So that whole thing of like her having to basically train him like mm-hmm. one day at a time. Yeah. Um. Every day he has is, to go through the same. Is genius, right? Like that is the best aspect of it, right? I will. It's one of those like I will never get tired of watching the montage of him dying over and over again. Oh yeah. At the beginning of the film, like just just various ways where he sometimes doesn't make it. Yeah. Like where he rolls into the truck and the truck drives over. Yeah, yeah. And just it's just like. That's because it's like that's not how the hero your movie usually goes out. Yeah, yeah. You know? But it's just like no, no, it's fine. He'll be back. Or tomorrow. like during the training. Oh when yeah. Like if he gets like hurt while she just train, has to end she him. Just like she just shoots him, he's, kills he's like, him no, no, no. to reset the loop because it's like well, there's no point going on with yeah, yeah, like yeah. after he's injured. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff he like needs that. To be in peak condition. Yeah, yeah. and it's like there's a lot of great little things like that. It's it's for me it was it was more a case of like as time has gone on the the whole is less than the sum of its parts yeah, for fair. me. Um, it's good, but like yeah. it didn't, it doesn't blow me away now, mm. but like parts definitely yeah. are like, wow, like that's really cool. And I think overall it's really cool. Yeah. Like it's, it's a, it's a really good movie. I highly recommend it, mm-hmm. but it just, it's not as like, it doesn't stick with me yeah. the way that it, it definitely, it definitely danced around between being like a little bit lower on my list. Yeah. But I, main reason it's, I mean, a lot of my list could be, well, I so, think even so, more. It, it, see, see you're, you're, my big secret is a lot of my list could be in a different order. And sure, it wouldn't matter. The order um, was really tough for this. Yeah, I will say. Yeah, but like, um, but but I, I'm mainly because it's just like I've watched this movie like so many times. You and... also do have a tendency to err more on the side of like what entertained you the most. Yeah. Oh yeah, and what for you sure. most enjoy watching. For sure. whereas I get really kind of like while that is an aspect of my mm-hmm. list. Like, I get really caught up in, like, like oh, I need to, like, really analyze the actual, like, merits of this fair, as a fair. movie. And it's, mm-hmm. like, it's like well, ah, like, the story isn't quite as good, but, like, the characters are good, so where does mm-hmm. that place it? And blah, blah, blah. I get a little bit more caught up in that stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas you're more just kind of, like, well, I super enjoy watching this, so therefore it's 
For, for me, it's definitely, year. I have some more, like... <coughs> Quarantine. More, more, I have some more cut-and-dried, like, like, lines in terms of, like, these are the cardinal sins. And as long as you don't, like, make those mistakes, I will forgive, like, a lot of, like, ah, well, you know, they didn't quite stick the landing here kind of things. Uh, so that's my seven. Yep. I'm now going into your six. My number six. This is going to be a really easy, straightforward. Yeah. It is from 2018. Okay. Uh, it was my number one pick for 2018. Okay. So it's like a real basic, straightforward. Yeah. Boom. There yeah. it is. Or whoop, there it is. I yeah. guess. Yeah. As, uh, sure. You know, as they says in the song. Uh, but it's Mandy. Mm. Um. I even toyed with possibly having it even higher. Um, I saw it again recently, and speaking of things that hold up, if anything, it was even better. Yeah. It's freaking ridiculous. Like, I just just barely didn't get on my list. Oh, my God. I mean, it's the way everything looked, like, the, the uh, speaking of, like, the artistic... Speaking of movies that are experiences. Experiences <laughs> and the artistic expression aspect of it. Right? Yeah. Oh my god. Incredible. Mm. Um, it... I mean, we talked about this movie. We did an episode. Uh, episode 164. We did... Not only did we do an episode, but like I said, it straight up just was my t- number one. Yeah, it was that, your number one of that year. year. Yeah. And and I really kind of like hummed and hawed about it because I, I was... Part of me didn't really feel comfortable with that. Part of me was just like, how can that be number one? But like... Oh my god! Because well, there's nothing really that like deep about it in terms no. of like there's nothing it's that simple film complex a, about like, the storyline or the characters really, but it's just so like holy moly. I mean, I, I'll moly. put it in the same category as I mean, as the other film that didn't quite get on my list, which was Lighthouse, which are these movies simple stories, yeah, small cast, uh, but yeah, everything about them is special uh is is uh yeah it's it's this combination that's what hit me about it yeah, i was just it's like this, this combination just of 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 like yeah that that specialness and it being like i mean mandy especially is like it's like an 11 on your senses which like you're just like you're it pulls you right in and you're just like yeah let's let's go for a ride you know like here yeah. we are and yeah no it's it's really good and like it. Like, but I also really enjoy it. Nicholas Cage, like, like in a weird way, like, like it's weird to say that about like something kind of really. Uh, no, it's good. Like, like it's... really strange and kind of disturbing in some mm-hmm. regards. But like, something about how it's done and how it's presented, you know, it just it's still really enjoyable. I, I'm glad you got this on your list, and could me just 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 barely leaving it off mine. I feel yeah. like this is great that you got it on yours. Yeah, no. Yeah. But yeah, that's. I mean, I, I yeah. don't really have much more to say. because. Yeah. We kind of covered it before, and like I said, yeah. I mean, not only did we do an episode, but it was on your top five. It for was that my year. 2018 number one. So uh, I believe it was my number. Th- pretty straightforward. I think it was my number three that year. So sure, my three or four. Yeah, pretty it, straightforward. Was, it was on both of our lists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's great. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Anyone who hasn't seen it yet, yeah, see it. Unless you know, <clears throat> it is pretty kind of violent and disturbing yeah. it in in certain aspects, but you know. That's cool. It, yeah, it's. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, watch the trailer. You'll know if it's your kind of movie you want to see. But fair. Yeah. Um, your six. Right. Uh, my six is a movie that uh, was on our previous top five of the last five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one on my list to be from there. 
was uh, this was on my previous um, top five in the last five years. Okay, that so we way, did that. Goes way back when. Goes way back then. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's from 2012, and uh, it's from one that we both really like, and it's Dread. Yeah, it's funny because like when we were looking back on the the first list there. Yeah. And you had the you had Dread on yours, and I didn't have it on mine, and I was like, "Oh, that's weird. Like, why would I not put it on mine? Like, it was so good." And then yeah. it's like, and then fast forward to now, we're like redoing it and stuff. Like, it's still not it's still like, not on your list. Yeah, I, I mean, partly that was because I made that decision of like no comic book movies. Oh yeah, I guess but it's a comic book movie. I just I didn't even think of it as yeah, a comic no, book movie, but it is technically. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like part of it is because of that. But yeah. it's just like. It's like it's so good for what it is, but it's also like so simple. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's literally just they go to the building. They go to the building, and, and they it, have to work their way up, and they have to like take out a bunch of bad guys. It's like uh, what's the 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 one that the the martial arts one where he goes up the building, um, and then they made a sequel where he goes up another building. Um, I don't know. There's been a bunch of movies like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but uh, yeah, but yeah. It's it's yeah. No, it's super simple. Um, but it's. I'm, I sort of I put it, and this is now I'm 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 about to heap praise on this that it may not <laughs> fully deserve. Okay. It's it's simple premise. Yeah. But the the execution is so like yeah. I'm going to say near flawless execution on what it does. Yeah. Like it's the three hundred. Yeah. Of, uh, like, of th- that kind of film. Mm-hmm. Like, like I can't think, like, there's nothing about it where I go, I would have changed this, or I didn't like this part, or, and like... I mean, there's even things that I turned out that, like, uh, like things that I was kind of, like, uh, on, that, like, it turned out, like, oh, I was just wrong. Like, mm-hmm. the whole plot line with the the corrupt judges that come. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and they like, betray, they like double cry or they, yeah. they like betray, betray yeah. stuff and they, they try to take them out and all this yeah. stuff. Like I was always kind of like, Oh man, like that seems, that doesn't seem true to like the source kind of material because I thought like that was kind of the whole thing with like judges is that they were so like, like uncorruptible, single minded, uncorruptible. No, no, that was just, turns out that's just dread. No. Yeah. And even in the comics, there's tons of corrupt judges. Dread is the wharf yeah. of judges, yeah. where all the other judges are like, "Chill out, yeah. dude." <laughs> yeah, but he's the one that represents like the ideal of like what they're supposed to yeah. be. Yeah, where it's like he's fully impartial. The law is the law. That's yeah. all that matters. And it's like you know, but yeah, it turns out like no, there's 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 lots of corrupt judges in this sort of deal. So mm-hmm. I was wrong about that. So when I found that out, I was just like, ah, oh, I guess that's... I mean, it was such a small part of the story already that I yeah. was like, I was willing to just be like, ah, whatever. But then I found out, like, oh, that's not even just a movie thing. That's mm-hmm. actually something that literally happened in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. I mean, yeah, it is, it is basically a more or less 90-minute gunfight. Yeah. Um, uh, Carl, I mean, basically yeah. all you have to be like, like, <laughs> like, oh, it was really good. It's like, yeah, just say two words. Carl or Vine. Like, yeah, yeah. That's all you... <laughs> like, the, he never disappoints. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so good, and I love his, like, commitment to, like, like, you know, he doesn't need to be, like, a star. He just needs to be the right, mm. he needs to do what's right for the role. And he's got that whole kind of chameleon. He doesn't, well, he's not going to Tom Cruise Yeah, film, exactly. You know? Like, he doesn't, again, I enjoy lots <laughs> exactly, of Tom Cruise stuff. For sure, for sure. He's very charismatic, he's very, like, uh, but that's what you're going to get. Yeah. 
And but with Carl Urban, it's like you get somebody that can just adapt to whatever yeah. the material is. It's like, oh, you need Carl Urban to be Dr. McCoy? Yeah. He's sure. Dr. McCoy. You know, you need him to be Judge Shred, he's Judge Shred. You need to be the the character from like uh you know the Oh the, the four movies Lord yeah. of the Rings. Oh oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or even that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he's different in every movie, mm-hmm. but he's always like he's always like He brings the call of charisma. And it Yeah, but yeah. but but he's always like what that needs to be. Yeah. Right? Like you don't see Dread without his helmet. You just mm. don't. Mm. But like you tell that to a movie star. Yeah. That's not gonna fly. Yeah. Hence hence that first not only, not only just to tell that to a movie star, but most filmmakers and most like like sort of like like Hollywood and stuff like that, yeah. they just they wouldn't even do that. Yeah. Because that's just not what you do. You yeah. don't cover your lead actor's face yeah. for the entire movie. Right? And that was an, that was something <coughs> that, Robocop. And that was something else else like for, for like um uh like V for Vendetta, like oh, how yeah. they had the whole thing with V and and with, with um you know, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Who was in that. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, you know, the, the, the fact that they were just like, no, like, but that you don't see his face. Like, that's no, just how it is. No, the mask the whole time. Yeah. The performances through the yeah. body language and the voice and the... Yeah. I mean, at least with Dread, you get, you know... You do see his mouth. You get some mouth and you, some chin. You get some Batman mouth there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> he'd be a pretty good Batman, actually. Carl, too short. Dude, Michael Keaton. Fair enough. You can fudge it. Fair play. Fair play. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Back to Tom Cruise for fudging height. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Like, like yeah. I just, I like the fact that he's not about like, oh, I'm the star of this. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or even when he's not the star. Like, he, he's happy to be, like, he's, he, sometimes he's the main character. Sometimes he's not. Yeah. And sometimes he's like more of a, a supporting character. Uh and he just does whatever's right for the part yeah. and right for the project, mm-hmm. and he brings a hundred percent, hundred and ten percent to it yeah. every time, and uh, he's just consistently awesome. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, it, it yeah, it's it, his great. his performance in this like it's it makes the role so much that I it's it just makes it one of those films that's just like. Oh, 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 we're going to watch Dread? Oh, yeah. oh okay. Oh, and you come also, in, you go, you come into some place. Oh, you're halfway through watching Dread. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to sit down and, and finish also, watching this. And it's also, it was written by Alex Garland, yeah. who also uh, is one of those names that's yeah. like come up a lot in, yeah. in sort of recent years of things that kind of were contenders for me because I'm like, oh man, that was really good. Because he, because of course he wrote that, but then he also did, he did Ex Machina, yeah. which is a really good movie. We he both did, really like that. He did Annihilation, which I know is based on a book, but. I really like that movie. That's a very impressive movie. Yes. Uh, that kind of narrowly, any one of those kind of narrowly missed. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen Ex Machina again recently, and it kind of like with Edge of Tomorrow, it didn't quite hold up. As it's just, that is it's simple. <sighs> it's simple, also almost to a fault. Like it's so well, simple that it's almost like I think th- there's almost not enough to it. I get, well, that's the thing. I think yeah. the, the, the interesting thing about about it, you're just watching. Ex-Machina you're just is, watching is, it for the acting. There's basically. a little bit of like there's a mystery there, sort of in, in some parts. Like yeah. sort of, not, not a mystery. I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. And when you know it, it yeah. kind of t- it kind of sucks a little of the air out of the room. Yeah. And you're really just kind of watching film. it for like yeah, the actors yeah. interacting. Yeah. Because there's nothing really going on. It's like it's such a simple story. Yeah. But it's still really good. It, it's one and of those things. Annihilation like, is one of those ones where it's like the artistic aspect was kind of like, oh, that's that's tempting as well. Yeah. Um, um, I I I still, 
it's in my queue. I still haven't gotten around to watching Devs, which is the TV show he did. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Yeah, like every time I've seen, I saw trailers for it or bits and clips from it. I'm like, yeah. this looks like. It, this looks exactly like Ex Machina, like those, like, yeah. just completely, yeah, like, brain... I am rubbish at washing things. Get you a t-shirt with that on. Um, yes, uh, that's my merch. But yeah, yeah. So, so the Alex Garland thing, I was kind of like, oh, there's a few that just, mm, yeah. maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely another He's one promising. that I just really yeah. find consistently very interesting watch. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Well, yeah. there you so, go. Dread, Dread. Still, still on your list. Still, still not on, on mine. Yeah. What can I say? <laughs> hey, nothing of not consistent. Great movie, though. Nothing of not consistent. All right. So my five. Yes. Speaking of things that are still on my list, mm-hmm. uh, this was on my original list um, from the the 2010 2014 one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, this is a movie that I still really like. Um, and uh, yeah, see, it came all the way to make the top five. Yeah, wow, which is pretty impressive. So yeah, we are now and in our top. It is half the oldest, the... the oldest one on the list. Okay, because at the time that we did our first list, it was the oldest one there too, and it is Inception, right. which is the only reason that because the only other, the only Christopher Nolan movie that I like more is The Prestige, which is prior. Yeah, yeah, that's so it doesn't fit. It's too old, mm-hmm. um, but I love both of these, and I think that that's kind of where he peaked, because um, obviously he did, like, Batman, because one thing I always liked is that I liked how he was, I liked how Nolan was prolific enough that he could, he put another movie in between each of the Batman movies that he did. Yeah. So if you didn't like Batman, well, you not, can still watch a Christopher Nolan didn't film. Like it, I think it was good for him to break up yeah. because I think what a lot of times people happens when these filmmakers commit to these big franchises, they get real burnt out by the yeah. fact that that's all they're working on for yeah. like years at yeah. a time. Here, spend half a decade making these. So movies. him having yeah. this palate cleanser of like, I'm going to make a Batman movie and I'm going to make something totally unrelated, mm-hmm. uh, its own thing, before I make the next one. But he was so quick that like. It was never that thing of like, oh, that means we have to wait like many years for the next installment of the... No, it was just like they were like, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Like, it never felt like... I mean, those Batman movies were still only like, you know, a few years apart. It, it, it felt quite natural yeah. the time that it took to get them. But we always got this extra bonus Nolan movie in between. <laughs> mm. Both of which, the in-between ones, are amazing, which yeah. is this Prestige and, mm. and Inception. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think actually, I'm, I think I'm with you, like prestige is probably oh yeah you know. i just saw it again just recently yeah. i've already seen it like several times yeah i haven't seen, seen it i haven't I've seen it again in a while i've seen inception so. a few times too but yeah. not as many times as the prestige but like i just saw it again recently and uh it's oh my god not only does it hold up it's even better if yeah. anything i i think i've i've overdone the inception yeah like i i the I, last time i watched it i was and I think maybe this well, is just a case as of... As we also have determined, apparently you don't like Leonardo DiCaprio. They, well, so. um, uh, as, uh, uh, and I think possibly because it's like, it's not... I mean, not that any of these movies are that old, yeah. but that movie has like specific twists and turns and stuff in the story. And when you really remember exactly like where it's going next, mm-hmm. the, the story 
stops being mm. like well you stop paying attention to the story because you know what's going to happen so you yeah. start looking at the rest of the film i mean for me it's and like, it and almost it's, makes it easier because then you don't have to worry so much oh about we don't have to yeah yeah like, like yeah. try and understand what's going on it's like well once you have <laughs> well i mean the once first... you have it down then it's like oh okay now it's well, easy that's why you have to watch exception twice initially just yeah. to even understand well it's you know? not even that complicated <laughs> it's just yeah. like i mean it's like it's like with the prestige right where it's like I always tell people like by the time I you recommend the, the Prestige, but like it's not a movie to watch casually or a movie to watch when yeah. you're like tired or something mm. because you need to pay attention. Now, fortunately, with the Prestige, it's kind of built in because literally the first thing you hear when the movie starts is them telling you watch closely. So, yeah, yeah. So it kind of get which I mean that plays into the plot. The plot. They're saying that in the because but they're the whole, speaking the whole magic you. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it works really yeah. well to kind of wake an mm-hmm. audience up and make them realize right off the bat. Oh wait, this is a movie where I need to watch I mean, closely. I, I feel you could just like most Christopher Nolan movies should just start with watch closely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. But it's like I feel like as time has gone on, people have kind of gotten a little bit like except for Tenet. complacent. Tenant should be listen, listen closely. closely. Yeah, because yeah. we. Screwed our audio mix, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, like I, I feel like people are kind of a bit complacent with just kind of like, like, oh yeah, Nolan movies are Nolan movies. Yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. I got this. You know, and it's like, back then, it was like something special. It was yeah. like, oh, hey. You know, and um, I, yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but I still think Inception is just, hmm. it, it has an energy to it that's just very, it just, it's this very kind of like, it's a great movie. It just grabs a hold of you, and it yeah. just like, yeah. It's like don't mm. you you cannot look away because you know there's always something amazing going on, and um, it's it's a kind of movie where like a lot of it is I, also you have to think about it in context because okay, it's sure. like you know when we saw things like you know we've all seen you know Doctor Strange and all these kinds mm. of things these mind bending mind bending things but stuff like those shots of like the city curling Curl up, up over yeah, and stuff yeah. like that in 2010. Or, like, whenever the trailers first came out for yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, that stuff was, like... It was, Whoa. like, when we first saw The Matrix in 99. Sure. And it was just, like, nobody's ever seen anything yeah, like yeah. this before. It was crazy. Yeah. Right? And that was kind of, like, you know, stuff like the whole... Like, the layers of the... The dream. Of the dream and being mm-hmm. able to, like, reconcile, like, okay, if this is going on here, then this is going on here. But then the time difference. Yeah. And how that affects it. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, if you break it all down, it's, like, pro- it probably doesn't really make that much sense in yeah. terms of... You know, it probably doesn't make any more sense than like what, like a lot of time travel movies and yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know, it probably kind of falls apart somewhere in there. The logic, you kind of have to like accept a lot of yeah. like, like, oh, that's just how it works. Those are the rules. That's just well, how it works. Here's the thing. We're not... Nobody's going to put the thought into it as, uh, as much thought as, uh, 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 oh, I just lost it. <laughs> it's a time travel movie where they, that, that like makes perfect sense. Oh, 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 um, um. Primer. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's gonna put as much thought yeah. into like the these deep movies as they put into Primer. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, like Primer, well, we both like it. But that was the point of it. Exactly. Like, that's literally yeah. why that the, movie the, exists. That is that is kind of the only thing that's entertaining about that movie <laughs> in, in some ways. Yeah. You know, but versus yeah, like, like yeah, know, Inception. I mean, Inception like, has you've got, has you've got like the James Bond part. You've yeah, got exactly, the this. Yeah. You've got the that. You've got the yeah. you know. You've got Tom Hardy just. Like hamming it up and being like, yeah. you know, don't be afraid to dream a little bigger, darling. And pulls out a rocket launcher. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It's just there's so much uh, like it's funny, mm. but there's also a lot of like heartfelt aspect. There's yeah. like the central thing of like the fact that like of like why his wife is like why Leonardo DiCaprio's character yeah. cop like why his wife is dead. 
why he can't go back and see his kids. Yeah, and yeah. When you, and, like, the way that that unfolds slowly as to, like, explaining that. Mm-hmm. And then when you realize, like, what actually happened. And then there's, like, a further twist to that where you find out what really, really happened, happened. And yeah, it's, yeah. like, it makes it even ten times worse. And you're, like, oh, my God. Like, everything that's that's happened. And then, you know, how that sort of all works out. And then just, like... You know, but then you have, like, the action stuff, which is really cool, and you have the, you know, the, there's just so much, yeah. it's so, it's so cool. Yeah, it's, it's a very, you know, like, it really is. It's too. a movie that is so full of, like, good moment after good moment after yeah. good moment after memorable moment after memeable moment after yeah. memeable and it, memeable and it really moment. is, like I say, it's like what to like 2010 what like yeah. the matrix was to like 99 of like for sure of like like nobody really knowing exactly what it was about and then mm. it coming out and people being like wow what am yeah. i seeing you know it was so groundbreaking for its yeah. time um it definitely set a bar for those kind of movies that like i think it's still being chased yeah. to some degree and another i mean the music was amazing like mm. a lot of people really loved that aspect of it yeah. uh, it was very Te- technical technical yeah top to bottom technical yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's a good five. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, so my five is I have one tie. Oh. One theme. Five is your tie. My five is my tie. My theme. Oh, I think tie. I know what this is. Um, I have a guess. We don't have to talk about these movies for very long okay. because we've talked about them to death. Sure. In fact, specifically one of these movies, we did a two-parter, three hours we talked about this movie. Ah, uh, yes. This is Avengers. Yeah. And Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Oh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Oh, and the Civil, Civil War. War was Civil the War is the, the long, the long one. Yeah. Because yeah. we broke down like every character. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is Captain America, Winter Soldier. So basically, it's the same as the two that I had on that my you list. You had on your list. It was funny when I went back it's, and looked in your list. I was it's like, my top oh, two. It was your top two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my top two Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, maybe not anymore. It's hard to say. I think Winter Soldier is still my one. Of, I think when we did our yeah. top five Marvel. Or our top five MCU, I think Winter Soldier still was my Avengers one. Avengers is on this list for a mountain of reasons which I, we've discussed no, I before. Get it. But it's it's just I get it. I, you know, it feel. I mean, like it's like, the fulfillment of so much for yeah, me. And it, yeah, yeah. And again, I mean, it feels kind of quaint now because like your average Marvel movie is as big as oh, yeah, that yeah. first Avengers movie was now. Yeah. But like, it you cannot under sell like how important it was at the time of like yeah. how big that was how big of a deal that was oh yeah it was to have all those characters it was it was gathered un- up unprecedented on like doing that kind of level right? yeah, yeah like that you know um and then the winter soldier from this time period this yeah. this 20 2010 to 2019 yeah i think is just the best marvel movie from that time um yeah, uh, uh, well, it's like it's, direct MCU film. The reason that I like it so much is it doesn't have all that like, like we have everything has to be this. No, huge, blah, it's blah, a blah. simple story that's yeah. played. It but has just complex enough. That's yeah. the thing. Like, I'm not asking that every story just be like super basic, but I'm just saying when you get these hugely gimmicky, cosmic yeah. level things, it doesn't translate. Uh, that, that may be a comic book thing. Yeah, it doesn't translate that well to movies. Yeah. You know, and 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 something like Winter Soldier. It's, it's an interesting story. Mm. It's a really cool, interesting twist. Yeah, but it's very, you know, yeah. it feels like it. Yeah, it it's, all fits. It all clicks together. You don't have those things that are just like, but what about like that doesn't really make sense because what about this? Yeah, you know, 
Yeah, no, it's it's they it's very tight. I also think it, it really rescued. I mean, to this day, still, I think that movie kind of rescued, like, Black Widow's part in the Marvel movies because sure. I feel like she's been tragically underserved yeah. mm-hmm. uh, for for what her place is as like the only yeah. kind of main female character. Uh, well, that, that's been there since the beginning, at least yeah. or almost yeah. since the beginning, right? Um, and like that's the, you know it was I mean that's in a Captain America movie yeah but it's the only one that's really felt kind of like like oh yeah like right yeah like she's awesome yeah no <laughs> and the rest of the time you're just like I wish she was awesome yeah but they're not allowing her to be <laughs> you know uh she's been Tana Troy yeah uh-huh. like, not quite wait, wait, not quite no, but... not quite that bad but like but a lot of times yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know yeah no it's so it's, and yeah they're no. they're, they're and like camaraderie breaking there. down like basically turning like a captain america movie into like a spy movie yeah and then you know we get the introduction of you know bucky and i still and... love the oh i mean the way they did i mean obviously like people who know the comics like they know that like okay i mean that's you know it's right out of the comics there's but, nothing but, really but, that shocking but what's so interesting or, though is it's right out of the comics not that old. That is a post two thousand. No, no, story, I understand that. Which is not usually where they go with this right, stuff. I get it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying what I'm saying is that it wasn't like it was something. Nothing about it was shocking to. Oh, yeah. Like oh, the reveal of like, wait, like not only is Bucky alive, but Bucky is the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, every single comics fan knew that. Already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it was how they did yeah. it. They did it in mm. such a cool way yeah. that made it so that it was exciting to see it done. And then if you yeah. didn't know anything about the comics, well, it was even more exciting because, you know, you were just like, oh my God, it's about, you know, your reaction could be the same as Steve's. Yeah, yeah. When the mask comes off and he's like, yeah, it's yeah. Bucky. Whereas like for comics fans, the mask comes off and it's Bucky and they're like, well, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, still, it was Bucky. <coughs> Quarantine. Yeah. Uh, sorry. But, you know, it still was like, oh. It's a lot of talking. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, That's you know. That's awesome. And then that elevator fight. Oh. The elevator fight? The chase. The, the Nick Fury car chase scene. Yeah. That, the Nick Fury car chase. Incredible. Oh, best, one of the best car chases. Um, I was thinking the chase scene where, um, the on foot chase scene where Captain's chasing. Well, that whole freeway. Yeah. Like the sort of battle, battle like yeah. when they they're fighting. Marvel loves to fight on freeways. <laughs> yeah, I mean the Civil War one, the Civil yeah, War the, thing with Black Panther is really good with, as there's, well. There's one, there's one in Age of Ultron too. Yeah, yeah. There's like they love. They there's love. a lot of good car chase stuff in um, Ant Man. Yes, like, uh, yeah. I think it's the second one. Is it? Yeah, the yeah, second one like where, the, where, the, where they make cars big and small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much all the ones they've done have been really good. Yeah. Um. And but yeah. They, no. And Hawkeye, they just did it again with Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. Who, 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 go figure. See? Stick to that. <laughs> yeah. And and <laughs> let's move away from, like, the world level yeah, going yeah. to space and like, going through look, time we and did cosmic. Thanos. We're good. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, let's move away from that and let's yeah. move away to just move closer back to good old-fashioned, fun action, mm. you know? Yeah. All that being said, I'm really looking forward to that new Doctor Strange movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, me too. But for different reasons. Yeah, 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 exactly. Look, if Doctor Strange does a, does a chase scene on the freeway, I'm going to be very confused. <laughs> I mean, they almost kind of did it already with, like, going through, like, the 
mirror dimension that's and all that true. kind of yeah, stuff yeah. in the first one. But yeah, um, so so yeah. So those cool, those are my cool. like my fives. Alright. Speaking uh, of driving okay. and cars. Okay. My number four. Okay. The ultimate <gasps> car action movie. Um Nope. Sorry, I fucked up. <laughs> <clears throat> Rewind. This does have some car stuff in it, but uh, no, I got it wrong. So, yeah, that's still to come. Okay. I screwed that up. Sorry about that. All right. We've done that before. That's happened where we accidentally skip one. Okay. All right. My number four is a movie from 2014 as well. Okay. It was not on my original 2010-2014 list on my conception. I believe that it's because I hadn't seen it yet at the time. Ah, okay. I don't know that for sure. If I had seen it and it wasn't on my list, I'm an idiot. Uh, but time, as far as like action movies and particularly fighting-based action movies, oh, yeah? martial okay. arts type of things, action movies, it's definitely I think one of the best. And it's uh, the Raid Two. That that's the fighting up the building movie I was talking about. Well, kind of the Raid Redemption, the first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has the building. The build for Raid Redemption. Basically, what happened was for those who don't know. There's the story. Basically, the Raid Two is the movie they want to make. Uh, so basically, it was um, the filmmaker who made the Raid movies is, I believe, from New Zealand originally. But basically, he's an expat who he moved. He had moved to um, uh, Indonesia, mm-hmm. and he wanted to basically make movies showcasing like the Indonesian martial arts. So it's like mm-hmm. where they had, um, you know, obviously there's like. Hong Kong movies mm-hmm. and you know Chinese movies with like you know kung fu and all that kind of stuff. And there's Japanese movies with like you know karate and all those kinds of yeah. things. Um, so that's what he wanted to do. Is he kind of wanted to shine that light on like you know, and um, the original movie that he wanted to make was basically what the Ray Two was, but they knew that like the ambitiousness of that of like the kind of budget and stuff like that that would be needed mm. just you know to secure that out of nowhere like that it just wasn't right. gonna happen so the, he kind of more quickly kind of came up with what would be like a ch- much cheaper concept that they could do and that's where how like the first movie the raid redemption right uh was created where it was just basically like they go into a building full of bag it's basically the same exact plot as mm-hmm. as dread yeah and and there was a lot of comparisons to them because they came out around the same time mm-hmm. and uh i think i think uh the raid redemption came out like a little bit earlier but they were certainly in development probably yeah. at the same time and yeah i mean it's basically the same thing right like the cops go in to a building that's controlled, controlled by, by criminals criminals and they have to fight their way through basically and you know that's essentially same same kind of thing very very simple um and then the second movie not so simple much more of like a a deeper kind of like more about like different factions of like you know criminal things and the main character has to go like deep undercover and you know mm. it, it's it's there's a lot going on it's quite an involved you know there's a lot of different threads there's a lot of characters um keep meaning to watch it because i, I oh, it's so good dude yeah. it's so like it's ridiculous like the the final kind of main fight like between because there's kind of like the same sort of thing of like there's like the string puller boss upstairs type of characters. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the main kind of physical threat, like the kind of, you know, like, um, 
you know how it's often like that you know like total recall you have right. like Cohagen, but then yeah. you had like Michael Ironside's so, character yeah. that was the one who was actually physically chasing mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger around and trying to kill him and mm-hmm. stuff you know that's often the case right so it's a, it's sort of like that like there's the guy that's For like sure. the main physical kind of threat but then there's also like the bad guy bosses up above mm-hmm. um, but like that final kind of fight with like the hero and the main uh, bad guy is like one of the best fight scenes that I've ever seen if not the best wow it's insanely good uh, and then and that's just like one out of like who knows I mean there's so much awesome it's definitely like one one of the best action movies of all time and especially in terms of like for like fighting based stuff mm-hmm. um, it's it's definitely uh, way up there it's crazy good Nice. But you yeah. haven't seen it yet. So, no. Yeah, not much you can really yeah, start yeah. to say. No, I... You should I, really see it, man. Like, I no, put that to the top of the list. Yeah. Right? Like, obviously, you got to do it on a day where you're into, like, doing some subtitles. But, that's you fine. know, you're no, you're no, uh, no, no, no. stranger to I'm, foreign I'm films all, and subtitles, subtitles and stuff. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but, yeah. It's so good. So I, got, I got The Witch. I got Raid 2. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, see like, The Witch, but put The Raid 2 at the yeah. top of the list, man. That's that's. Like ridiculous, you haven't seen. It. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know every time, it, every because it comes up, and it comes I say up, that as being it, the guy that's rubbish at watching <laughs> things. But I mean, this is one where you got to make an exception. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, so that's what my shirt says. It says I'm rubbish at getting to watch the read too. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a few things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's been a few I'm, things over the years like that. But, yeah, you know. yeah. Look, I, I finally saw most of those. Um, sure. Yeah. yeah. You've seen every Rocky movie. Now. I've seen every, every Rocky movie, movie in the Rocky in the entire yeah. Rocky franchise. Yeah. Imagine that. You went from never having seen any to watching all of them to watching in a all year. of them. Yeah. yeah, there you go. It was good. It was good. Yeah, you know, right. hats up to the nouns. <laughs> uh, all right, so that was my four. Three, all two, right. So my four. Yes. Is I was about to say a complete lie. Okay, I was about to pull you and say something that completely wasn't true. Listen, I made a mistake. <laughs> I skipped one yeah. of the action. All right. Now uh, I was about to say this is the. The final something on my list, but it's not. All right. Um, this is, um, in some ways, kind of like um, I have the same feelings about this movie as I do the Avengers. In terms of like, we had a bunch of movies, mm-hmm. like there was a bunch of Marvel movies that led up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wait, is this another Marvel movie? No. Well, yes, but no. Um, oh. It's Marvel. I mean, I guess yes. Did you just mean me? Yeah, yeah, like, I did. yes, but no. Yes, but no. I did. Yes, Wait a minute. I did just... Yes, That's but no. Yeah. Okay, anyways, um, go ahead. Uh, and, uh, and it's... Because they've done them before, but this is, I think, in to me, and I, I know it's different for you, but it's to me is my favorite one of these, is Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh. So, Marvel, yes, but no. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I love... Yeah, Homecoming. I think I put. Um, well, I know you like the second one a little bit more. Yeah, I put, think yeah. I put that ahead just because I felt like it. It just had more like to it that just sure. really kind mm-hmm. of like delighted me. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that was fair. I um, think they're both amazing, though. You know, like we'd had Spider-Man movies before. Um, you know, with Tobey Maguire, with Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Um, you know, turns out they can all be together in one big happy family. We didn't know. It's great. Come on, man. Yeah. Way too early. Yeah, sorry. Don't spoil that. Oh, sorry. I'll cut that. Not everyone uh, knows. Oh, uh, that's true. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone knows. Everyone knows. Yeah. It's it's my secret. Everyone knows. Um, but yeah, like, just 
I mean, Tom Holland, amazing as Spider-Man. It's interesting that you put that separate and above the other, the other Marvel ones. It's it's, and I think it's it's just an overtime thing. Yeah. Um, you just find yourself going back to that one as, yeah. as being like just super enjoyable sure. for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Michael Keaton oh. delivers award-winning perform. Yeah. Should have been an award-winning performance. Yeah. As and I think that's what hit me it, it, like that over. Um, well, I the love second uh, over No Way uh, 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 no, no Way Home. What's the second one? Homecoming. Uh, far from home. Far from home. Because yeah. it's where they go to Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, is is um. Is like the villain in oh, that. Oh yeah, no, I mean, of course, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. because Michael Keaton's villain, like um, uh, Vulture, like he's like he's one of those things where it's like the it's like the Blade Runner thing where you're like, well, yeah. looked at from Nick his perspective, like he was screwed over badly. Yeah, and he's just trying to like you know basically like keep keep his family. <laughs> to be to be fair though, when he takes it to extreme. No, yeah, I mean yeah, what yeah, makes yeah, him a villain yeah. is he takes it to an extreme yeah, and yeah, he, yeah. he does wrong in the end. Right. <laughs> he he is he is the quintessential slippery slope character. Right. Right. Yeah. Cuz he gets to a point where he almost kind of enjoys yeah, like yeah. that power that he can take by mm. just being yeah. a villain. Um well, and, it's very much a, like a, but like a breaking bad like exactly. I was good at it. And I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But like at the start, it's like you understand how he got on that path because yeah. like basically he got badly screwed over. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, which is interesting because it's like because we had already seen Spider Man at that point, yeah. like, and that's become sort of a theme. Yeah. Is that like Spider Man villains are always people that like yeah they don't necessarily intend that they're going to become villains, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like events transpire well, yeah, they, to take they them end down up in their path. situation due to circumstance. Yeah. I mean, much in the way that Peter Parker ends up being Spider Man yeah. due to just like bizarre circumstance. Yeah. And and then you know the, they yeah that that yeah well they are the antithesis of with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. They are with great power. Let's abuse that power. Yeah. You know. Well, becoming corrupted by great power. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, like it it's it's uh and and yeah, I, that first film is just so it's such a great mix of both like that that Marvel-esque comedy and, and, and action and a little bit of drama and And the beginning of something is always cool yeah. because I can understand like I, I know like you already mentioned that you know, I tended to like the second one more, mm-hmm. um, but um, I can understand where you're coming from with liking the first because it, it definitely has that quality that certain things have, where like it's the beginning of something, mm-hmm. and it has that kind of like boundless p- potential of mm-hmm. like like you don't know exactly where it's going, but you like the start, mm-hmm. so it's like it kind of makes you even more excited for that starting, yeah, because it's like starting something and you know you that have, you have less, it could be uh, anything, you know. Um, preconceptions yeah. of like where you expect yeah. it because when you get to that second one you're like well I know what Spider-Man is about you know I guess part of it is because like that's kind of like what happened with like the Andrew Garfield ones like yeah. the Amazing Spider-Man where yeah. like I really enjoyed the first one mm-hmm. it was a nice kind of fresh start after the, after the, the Tobey Maguire ones yeah. and then this and so it kind of gave me that sense of like like oh this is really good because it's this like fresh start could mm-hmm. like this could go anywhere, anywhere. And then, like, the second one was kind of disappointing, so it was like, oh. <laughs> because you were like, oh, no, it went here. It went here. <laughs> I mean. Unlike, unlike Far From Home. Exactly. Which, was... which which I felt just built on yeah. the promise that the first one started, right? So it's a little less exciting in the sense that it's now, already now we're getting into a routine. Now it's yeah. the second one. It's already established. Yeah. Now we kind of know, like, okay, that's mm-hmm. what this is going to be, right? Because absolutely. I mean, there's things about, like, the Tom Holland run of Spider-Man movies that, like, 
I don't think are necessarily perfect or mm. that are like sure. It's sure. just like the other two. It's one interpretation. It's one possible interpretation of what Spider-Man can be. Yeah. But like some of the criticisms that people have had with like sort of, you know, he tends to be maybe a little overly attached to like Iron Man and Tony Stark as sure. as something that's like. Not not attached in, in like a personal way, like the, the yeah. whatever. That's fine. I just meant like like as a character. Oh yeah, yeah. like maybe like maybe like, Spider Man should be a little more kind of independent a and a little much, bit more yeah. sort of less kind of linked to other things. Because mm-hmm. in the comics, of course, I mean He's that was sort of his classic thing. I mean, like, solo yes, guy. he did work with other people later, and obviously, you know, he had involvement with the Avengers and stuff later mm-hmm. on, and and Fantastic Four and various things. Sure, sure. But like. Traditionally, he's been the classic Spider-Man is Spider-Man he, as Spider-Man is more of an independent. He is very you know. contained universe in many ways. Like yeah. Spider-Man and the villains he fights, yeah. and like a lot of the troubles he goes through yeah. are things that only he has to deal with. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, he and I've seen it helps other people, but very rare is it yeah. the other way around. And I can see from that, like the because of that, the sort of some of the criticism yeah. that some fans had about, mm-hmm. you know, the Tom Holland stuff being so sure. linked to everything else, sure. particularly with, yeah. with the Tony Stark stuff. And I mean, I think but that's a just, problem with any of the But on the, the plus Marvel side, stuff. they're just so well done. Yeah. Like, like, he is so good in the role. The villains have been good. He's, he's you know, a believable kid. Yeah. Even, even though he isn't. Yeah. But, but know, he's younger than the other two. That's true. Definitely by far younger than yeah, the other yeah. two. Um, um, so <laughs> Only accentuated in that last film. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's also because, yeah. you know, the time had actually, time had passed. Time had passed, passed, so. had passed yeah. But, but yeah, um, but yeah, no, like I, I definitely can, can get with you on the fact of how good that, I mean, when yeah. it came out, I was like, yeah. wow. That, it's that just such a, yeah. like, again, like a number of the other films, they're just like, I'm, I just so much fun to watch. Yeah, I will like. Oh, it's on. I'll I'll just watch it. Yeah, like it. I'm good. I mean, I think I think that the, the I'll watch clips. I'll watch, and I don't do that with a lot of films. You know, I mean, you know, I've I've sort of been critical of like sometimes with these, and that's part of the reason why it's not they're not kind of on this list for me. Yeah, is with kind of a lot of these comic book movies, superhero movies are kind of getting just a little too big for me. They're a little mm, too fair. like they're stretching a little too much, and yeah. it's kind of showing like mm-hmm. the, I feel like. The more I mean, I've talked about the one this. I've talked about this many times, but yeah, like the yeah. fact that they feel the need for like everything to be these massive cosmic yeah, storylines, yeah. it, it kind of first of all, it, it kind of is very disconnecting for me because sure, then I'm not absolutely. like there's no sort of like real like yeah. well I can't relate to that on any level. So <laughs> yeah. you know, and then also I feel like when you have these really big ambitious storylines, yeah, it leaves a lot of room for like a flaws kind of in the yeah. nooks and crannies mm-hmm. whereas when you have a real tight storyline that's yeah. just like a very it's well, like, like, like simple like but you know has its layers yeah. but relatively simple spider-man finding his legs yeah one villain exactly yeah and very small scale and villain. so i feel like this I, mean, I guess there's more than one villain, i feel like partly why i like shocker counts. far from home uh, so much was like it was kind of it was sort of bigger and a little bit more more yeah than the first but like, it kind of, but it didn't go over that. Yeah, that kind of final hump of like, like too being too much. <laughs> but is, on the level of like entertainment and sort of um, like like um, being fun to watch and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I'd say they're they're pretty close. Like yeah. they're pretty much on par. Yeah. Like there's so many, you know, and and certainly like you said, I mean the Michael Keaton yeah. as like being the villain being Vulture. Yeah. Like I don't think you can top that. Like that yeah, aspect I mean, of it yeah. definitely was the best yeah for that yeah for sure i mean to have the whole scene where like 
when he finds out who he well, is. He goes and to the that house. It's like, and, and it's you know, just, and his he knows. It's his know. date's yeah. dad. Like, yeah. that's a great, yeah. great scene. And they played it mm-hmm. so well. So, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm with you on that one. That's a, good, it's a really good it, one. It was, it's one of those, you know, and, and sort of like I said at the earlier, like, a lot of my list can be jumbled around. This isn't. Yeah. And, and this it's isn't, a tough, dude. Yeah, it was tough for me, fast. too. I mean, but, I don't think. But this been, edging out, like. You know, adventures and, yeah, yeah. and and Winter Soldier is. I think it's just, um, it, it, it's it, again. I think it's like you said that that, that freshness, that new yeah. beginning of yeah. it. You know, um, but you know, I'm also a sucker for the first in anything. Yeah. You know, like oh, I like the first Terminator. I like the first Iron Man. Yeah. I like the you know, like oh, the I first mean, the firsts are usually the best. Yeah, usually. Yeah. Um, I mean, usually, most of the time, at best, what you could hope for is for a second one to be like better but different. More, well, or or like maybe sort of as good, but in its own way. Oh yeah, sure, sure. You know, very rarely is it yeah. like better. Yeah. I, I feel um, I feel that like that's where Far From Home sits. Yeah, like it's as good as Homecoming. Yeah, only like in just in a different way. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. All right. So All right, that's so, your four. All right, so that now puts us into our top three. Yes. All right. Um, so my three, well, I kind of already messed up because I, I accidentally, earlier, I kind of, I oh. skipped one by accident. Oh, and right. I almost started to say what. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't remember what that was now, so uh, Yeah, so my number three, getting back to talking about um, car chases and car action, mm-hmm. car-based action. Yeah. My number three is from 2015, yeah. Mad Max Fury Road. And here's our tie. Okay. My number three is, is also it your three as well. Okay, yes. Perfect. I, w- I figured you would be on here because I know you like it pretty much. Well, as it was much also as on, it was both our number so one movies it, that year. Yeah, it is pretty much the undisputed best movie of that year. Yeah. Um, it, it's basically it's it's astonishing because going back to what we were saying about movies being like yeah ex- like kind of like experiences yeah like what if a movie was a two-hour car chase. Well, not only that, but even saying that, it's like, I understand where you're coming yeah, from with yeah, that, yeah. but like even saying that, I feel like it's kind of like, like, oh, well, that doesn't sound, like, how could that be interesting? And it's like, well, <laughs> you see. You know, and to me, it, what what what's so great about it is like how unexpected yeah. it was to be, like, we knew that it would be, you know, it would have some similarities to the old mo- mm-hmm. movies, um, you know, uh, probably have some freaky characters and yeah. some like freaky outfits and like some lots of crazy car action. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen the old movies. That's that's what they are. You know, um, we knew kind of a little bit of what to maybe expect from Tom Hardy because it, we're familiar with him as an actor. Yeah. yeah. And the big thing was, was, was like, how, where are they going to turn this on the dial? Yeah. Like, because we're like, okay, those old movies yeah. are I mean, they're from the eighties. Well, the yeah. first ones from the seventies. Yeah. You know, late, like, very late seventies. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, like there were a lot of like. I mean, low budget, yeah. Or like, well, you especially know. that original. So this is like crazy low budget. This is like the modernization of that, sure. Which comes with like, but huge. That doesn't always signs. work. I know that's that comes with huge warning signs. And, what, and so that's and why, like, yeah. When they are they, they going to turn this up to like, like a good eleven, yeah, or like a bad thirteen, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because for me, what's so astonishing about it is that like it felt like okay, I think like. Some people may disagree due to nostalgia, but I, honestly, if people are being really honest with themselves, this is the best Mad Max movie. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. In terms of, like, as a movie. Like, I can understand people being like, oh, it's too bad Mel Gibson mm-hmm. couldn't come back, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, things like that. Like, that that sort of connection to the more nostalgic sort of mm-hmm. style. 
but like there's no question that this is like the better the ultimate iteration sure. of this concept mm-hmm. like it could not it was not done better before yeah. and it was you know yeah. you know it, it, you can't really imagine it being done better this this is a good example of i mean cuz it's it's a reboot not a sequel yeah kind of um but this is a good example of like that like uh like we were just talking about with Spider-Man but like it's like uh the same but better you know yeah. and it is just kind of like so to me better in every way you know it's not like it's happened a few times where there's been a long gap and then they've done like a revival of an mm-hmm. old property like oh we're going to have a new such and such movie after you know x Star amount Wars. of time right like it, it's <laughs> happened before but like i think it's pretty unique that in this case of like okay we're going to make a new mad max movie it's been 30 years since yeah. the last one all the other ones were made in the like you know end of the 70s beginning early of 80s. early early 80s right yeah last one came out 85 so that's mm-hmm. like 30 years basically gap yeah so you know that has been basically a franchise of the past that's that been last a thing, wasn't good been a classic thing i don't think it was good. it's not that bad but anyways um and then i mean it's the weakest of all of them it, but it's far it, from unwatchable it, it's it's mediocre <laughs> yeah um but the idea that like okay so it's been 30 years we're gonna make a new one okay red flag yeah no no no. turns out yeah not only has it been 30 years it's the best one yeah it's basically the because george miller who made all the other ones came back mm-hmm. so you have this guy who's now 70 ish yeah. at the time that they that this one came out and it's like it feels like the old master coming back to show like oh how it's done <laughs> yeah to show like the, the 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 sort of like the the whippersnappers mm-hmm. how it's done because it's like, I mean, it, insanely it, it good. Like the that, action it has of that, of feel that type. Of, if he could have, it would have been like this the first sure. time. You know, right? But 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 <laughs> that's taking that time and exactly, and, and yeah. taking that budget and taking that extra mm-hmm. time. Because I mean, most of the time away, in between those, I mean, he was doing like kids movies basically, yeah, exactly, right? Like yeah. He was doing like the Babe movies mm-hmm. and Happy Feet movies, yeah, which is hey, great. He was making bank. Oh, I mean, and those are really good yeah, for what yeah. they are, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, he made a few other things too, sure. but like that was kind of like you know what he sort of spent a lot of time with, and so this was kind of coming back to show like not only can he still do like a good Mad Max movie, he can do one that even tops his old ones and is better than most other action movies coming out For today. Sure. Yeah, you know, I don't think that that type of action has been done better in no. any other movie. No. Um, I think, and also I think. Um, the thing that really stood out for me that I saw when we first saw it that really kind of stood out for me was like the editing. I think that I still think it probably has some of the best yes. editing of we any talked film about that at the time ever. Yeah, right. It's and incredible. I mean, it, and the editing was highly acclaimed, and that mm-hmm. and that's his wife is the editor by the way, George oh. Miller's wife. So they're basically like a one-two punch there. Yeah, you know, um, and I just and it and it's like. There are so many, and I don't just mean like the editing, like oh, like the pacing of the movie and the no, what the, like, scenes are in. I mean cuts. like the second to second, of yeah. the cuts, the choices of like what how the shots, when, how the shots fit together, how long each shot is, yeah. what you show. That like I feel like the art of editing, like people feel it when things are edited badly, mm-hmm. but the art of editing of how important it is is often because it's so like 
invisible mm-hmm. because it's just kind of part of the movie. It's not the same as like, oh, that that CGI effect was good or bad or that, you know, that line of dialogue was good or bad. The editing is so baked in, it's yeah. like invisible that so basically you you feel when there's bad editing, but like you don't necessarily know like unless you're used to noticing things yeah. like that, like editing, you don't necessarily notice it from moment to moment. Yeah. But in that movie, it was like so good that I literally was just like, "Wow!" Like those cuts are like, yeah, so perfect. It's it's the kind of thing that in a movie where you're doing car chases, especially when you're involving multiple cars, yeah, you've got a lot of fast paced action, yeah, and knowing it's similar in fight scenes too yeah. uh oh yeah movies. definitely this is like i would attribute this to um uh, john wick also uh in the same way has fantastic editing yeah. where no matter how rapidly or where they cut you have a good idea of where everything yeah is. you can tell you what's know going where the on cars are yeah. you know where and, like, and that's, that's the classic thing like, difference between all... good action editing and bad action editing is when in bad action editing, you can't tell what's going on, and that's a problem because you it's, should be able it's, it's to. Unless that, it's that sense of place. Like yeah. I've watched all the 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 Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. I, I enjoy those movies for what they are. Yeah. But they're like car driving editing yeah. is like cars just come out of nowhere. It's it's all over the place. And you're like, oh, this isn't an edited car scene. Killing chase. This is just a whole bunch of tiny clips. It's yeah. And it's basically they want way certain things like, to happen, and they want yeah. to portray certain things, so yeah, they just yeah. kind of put it all and in so there. You have in the yeah. moment, you have no sense of like, like if you think about it, you're watching it, you're like, wait, where did that car come from? Or where did that guy come from? Or how did they? How did we end up here? Yeah. And in this, despite the fact that they had like roaming bands of cars. You're 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 all over the place in terms of like yeah. where your 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 uh, your eye is on on the action. Yeah. You you know where you are, and, and then, that that is good. I mean, uh, good camera work and everything falls into that as of well. Course. But but editing it so that you can track and you understand what's happening. Yeah, is and and that's so important. and that's what I'm saying. It's just yeah. like, like this, movie, this movie happens. is so well yeah. made. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. it is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like I I just I don't even I can't even fathom like how. It, that's possible you know what I mean I, w- I wonder how much like like the editing was uh, also helped by like like just really good like like driving choreography and of course, stuff that's like what that. I'm saying yeah. everything was at yeah. such a yeah. high yeah, level I guess that's the thing like when I when I watch like the Fast and Furious movies it's just like clearly like there's no good there's no car choreography well, there it's it depends they, it, sometimes there is like, we need these two cars driving next to each other so they film a bit of that then we need something else over here. I would say probably the more like later ones probably but, are better for that. Yeah, because the, the early ones are really bad for Right, that. but I mean, there's also a different time, yeah, right? Yeah. And they didn't... Well, different budget, different And they didn't know everything. what they yeah, were yeah, going to yeah, kind yeah. of be yeah, getting exactly. into, you know? Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. Um, and then the other thing was, is like, the... I mean, the story is nothing too special, but it's very in line with like the types of stories that they tell in this mm-hmm. in this series. Like it, it was a very Mad Maxy story, yeah. um, so that fit. Um, and then like the characters were really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, like obviously, you know, uh, everybody liked, uh, you know, Charlize Theron. Furiosa yeah. was a great character, you know. But like a lot of the sort of supporting character, and I mean, that's always been something mm-hmm. with the Mad Max series is that like because 
because the characters are so kind of colorful. Like, they're, yeah. they're such a, these Exaggerated, odd kind of crazy yeah. sort of characters. But, like, they're often just very kind of interesting and mm-hmm. sort of like, oh, like, like that's some that's a really cool character. And I think all you that know? feeds to me in, like, the, I mean, when you only have two hours to do something or, you know, give or take, it's tough. But, like, the world building in this, like, they told so much yeah. without actually explaining anything. Well, because they had yeah. to sort of remind yeah nicholas holt's character nicholas holt, yeah, yeah yeah i mean it was great yeah i mean they had to kind of remind people because again like it's been 30 years yeah. they had to kind of remind people kind of what that world is while mm-hmm. at the same time kind of reinventing it a little bit yeah to make it a, a bit fresh you know and a bit yeah. more modern um like you said it's kind of a pseudo reboot almost right yeah, yeah. i mean it fits well the only sort of difference is it kind of like it fudges like timeline issues a little bit because you're just like well mm, okay when is this you know um and but i feel like they did it in a very knowing way because they 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 made it feel more and i mean there are elements of this in the old movies but they made it feel almost kind of like like a legend yeah yeah. you know like this is a story like it's a story like a story being told where it's just like some of the details are a little fuzzy. Yeah. The exact timeline of where, the, you know, because like, like, you know, it, it it feels like it's been probably at this point like decades for sure since the sort of fall of society. Yeah. There are a lot of people who like know nothing else than the, yeah. the current world that they live in, and, and they were everything. born into this world. And yet at the same time, you're like, well, then how does that work with Max? Because like from the old How movies, he, we yeah. know that he was just a dude yeah. that was just before the fall, you know, that he was there when the fall mm-hmm. happened. So it's like how old, like he would have to be like a hundred yeah. years old or something. Yeah. Right. Like, so like there are little things like that, that are a little sort of fudgy things that are kind of like, it doesn't matter because like, maybe this isn't even the same Max. Yeah, could maybe be. that's why it's yeah. not played by Mel Gibson anymore. Yeah. Maybe it's not even the same Max. The thing is, it doesn't matter because it's more what he symbolizes, and it's more yeah. the the legend, you yeah, know. Yeah. And telling it's a there's no question that this is a Mad Max story, whether it's the same timeline or not, whether yeah. it's the same Max or not, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Everything about this screams this is a Mad Max story, yeah. you know. And no one does it better than than George Miller, you know. Yeah. So you know, because there's been a lot of Mad Max ripoffs. Boy, has there ever, yeah, you know. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Interesting that this, despite all its success and everything, like there was talk of it, but it didn't like no no sequel really followed up. I, I think that part of it came as, was because I mean that's still kind of it's still sort of in the roadmap as it yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's been five years, six years, now. six years now. Yeah, you know, it's, um, it's George Miller's waiting until he's eighty. Yeah, oh, so, it's his yeah. birthday. So he's gonna do because that one was he's like okay. seventy when that one yeah. came out. He's gonna wait till he's eighty to Fair. do the next one. Fair. No, I don't know. Have birthday, George. I don't know, um, but I mean, they were gonna. They, they are doing the the Furiosa prequel. Yeah, I. It's. I mean, I guess a lot of stuff got delayed. I mean, that's already been. But... That's already had work done on it. Yeah, so it's definitely yeah. happening. Yeah. Again, though, but like, still seems so far. Yeah, but I mean, I, but the thing is, is that I kind of like the, the fact, fact that like in two thousand three. Yeah, we didn't get another movie even related to it. Seems, but I like I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, like, I I know, sort of I like a great standalone to a bunch of well, and I like the but... fact that like they didn't rush into like oh this was successful. Yeah, let's like pump out the next exactly. one. Exactly, I right. like that they didn't do yeah. that because they were like look, like it was thirty years. Not that it took thirty years to make this one, no, but no, like no. it was thirty years. They waited until the right time. Like it'll be fine and the right you yeah. know. Um, 
and and to get it right. So it's like I want if they were gonna do another one, I'd want yeah. them to really get it right, and I want there to be a good reason for it to exist aside from yeah. just well, I liked the last one and it did well, so yeah, I yeah. guess there should be another one. No, like there should be a reason for it, right? The reason for this one was that it had been thirty years since the last one, and there was a yeah. lot more that they could do with it now. But now they've done that. You know, how much more can you? You there's a lot more they could do with the concept in 2015 versus 1985, yeah. or you know, 1981 or whatever it was, or 1979. But like, how much more in 2020, 2021, 2022 can you do with that that you couldn't yeah. do in 2015? Mm-hmm. Not that much more, yeah, really, exactly, right? Yeah. Um, so. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, it's shocking that they didn't force the issue and be like, oh, like, you got to make a sequel. But I don't know if that ever came up or, right. you know, and he just stood his ground or, like, yeah. you know, what... But there's no question that the people involved... Just quietly being worked on in the background. Well, and that the, there's no question that the people involved, you know, and, and obviously George Miller being chief of them, being yeah. like, that they're not going to do something that they don't know that they can get yeah. right. Or, or that they haven't put a mm-hmm. proper amount of effort yeah. into, right? See, that's, so I, I, mean, I 100% respect that. And I would, it should be taken with all things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I sort of like, in some cases, it works when you just kind of, like, churn things out. Mm-hmm. Because, like, when you have a certain format, you know, it's like an ACDC album. Sure, yeah, You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, sure, just churn them out because they're all the same, but, that, but like, in yeah. a good way because, like, you know what you're getting. Yeah. So yeah. if you like that sort of thing, right... I mean, they used to do Bond movies. When oh, Bond yeah. started, there was a Bond movie every year. Yeah. You know, it's and crazy. then it kind of went out to every sort of couple of years, and then it's kind of slowly kind of got slower, you know, as as sort of the way mm. that films were made and stuff changed. And now it's yeah. kind of like, oh, you know, eventually there'll be another Bond movie, you know. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, back in the day, it was like there was a Bond movie every year. But that didn't make it less exciting. That didn't make yeah. it like, like oh, man they're just like turned out another bond movie mm-hmm. it was like no it was cool because you had that like like appointment like you know i'm gonna go see that bond movie here. and people who like things you know like the saw movies they had a new saw movie every year yeah. for seven years in a row that's crazy right yeah. and i mean you know i'm sure some of them aren't as good as others yeah. but at least you kind of know what you're gonna get and yeah. if you like that sort of thing you can go and you can you know have your fix right again fast and furious movies yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, it's almost treating like movies, like like TV in a yeah, way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can understand that. I can understand being into that. Mm-hmm. But also, on the flip side, you have the thing of like, well, what if there's just this one thing that's and really, really awesome, and we and, and then you just don't like, just don't yeah, touch it, yeah. you know? Not everything has to be a franchise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like the Back to the Future trilogy, yeah, right? Sure. I mean, they never intended for that to be a trilogy or to yeah. do sequels to it at all, and then. You know, once they did, it was like, okay, we're able to come up with, like, X amount of more good ideas to make these movies. And then it's done. Yeah. And then like, now it's really done. Like, yeah. like let's just move on. We do not want to ground... We they... don't want to ground this, like, like, like drive this into the ground. I, I guess know? you can actually really see where that stuff doesn't happen. With stuff like... Case of, like, this. Oh, all the time. Back to the Future movies. Yeah. It's where, well, the guys who make it yeah. have the control, not the studio. Exactly. That's where yes. this happens. Because creatives understand the fact that yeah. you can't just endlessly keep coming up with yeah. good stuff. No. Like, you have to basically, like, get out while the getting's good. Yeah. You know? And and so it's, yeah. You know, but the money people are just think, like, oh, well, the last one made X dollars, so yeah, yeah. the next one will also make X dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, that's not really how it works, yeah. but, you just put the name you know. on it. The name is what makes the dollars. And yeah. it's like, well, yes, to a point. To a point, yeah. but then also you can create very ill will exactly. with an audience where 
like they'll never trust you again basically yeah, yeah, right yeah. if you really screw them and, over and, and and that always burns the creator not the studio of course because the studio doesn't care of course right? they've got they got 15 more things in the way of course so i know exactly and so it's definitely something a creator anyway. has to uh so yeah that's both our number threes three. so that's that's our first tie and well yeah. i kind of knew that because yeah. i was like i knew the only way i thought you might not have it is if you kind of did that like oh well he'll have it so i don't have to worry oh, about it yeah, yeah which yeah. we sometimes do on lists yeah but I figured out of this stuff, you were likely to have it. Yeah. All right. I think the only one that I thought about that, that I was like, oh, he'll have it. I don't need to really worry about it. And it didn't quite make it on my list anyway was Mandy. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely had it. Mandy and Lighthouse were my two. Right. They were my Fair they enough. were my 11 and 12, basically. Right. Yeah. So I guess it's my two then. It's your two. Because yeah. uh, we can just skip to that. Yeah. Um, so I decided to actually... Oh, swap your one and two? Swap my one and two, yeah, because we had a little break here. We have this coming back to... This is a second <laughs> see recording. See how the sausage is made. Uh, yeah, we had a little hiccup in the recording there. Well, I, we, it also, also I mean, it was a time thing, too. It was yeah. getting late, and it was just kind of... Yeah. But, um, yeah, so this is like a slightly second recording session. Yeah. Um, probably sounds a little different, even. Mm-hmm. But, sure. but, yeah, um, it actually... I was glad for it, because it gave me an idea... Ref- or it gave me a chance to reflect a little bit and I decided to swap my also, one. Also, we were going horse. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. It was like going kind of long and it was getting late too. Yeah, so. yeah. But it gave me a chance to sort of reflect a little bit and I decided ultimately I was going to swap my one and two back. Uh-huh. Um, so, interestingly, this being my two and and I at one point was thinking of it possibly being my one. Yeah. The year that this is from, mm-hmm. which is... 2019 so the last year of this okay. of this oh, list okay. um it was not my number one even of that year okay it wasn't even my two it was the number four oh. for my yearly list on oh, that geez. year and now i have it at two on my 10 year list what did i have for that year so needless it was to your say, number four that year my number four so don't don't look it up no i don't have your oh list. you don't I have my list have mine. okay yeah. So, needless to say, my thinking on this movie has somewhat changed. Okay. Uh, not to say that I didn't like it then, because obviously I did. It was on my list. Mm-hmm. But now, it's... Anyways, it's uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Tarantino film. Yes. Um, I've seen yeah, it again since the really theater. Like that. Yeah. I, I really liked it in the theater, but I've seen it again since then. And now I'm kind of like, man, I'm surprised I only put it at four for that year. Like, yeah, it don't, don't even mean also rents that. That's pretty years. wild. Yeah. Um... But I think part of it is because since I saw it, like, I've gotten a lot more immersed in kind of the whole thing of, like, the that whole kind of Quentin Tarantino universe thing and how sure. he's kind of got, like, I think it's called, like, the really, the realer than real universe yeah, or something like yeah. that. And it's, you know, it's that whole kind of timeline thing where, you know, because the thing is, is that I initially actually wasn't even gonna see this movie i didn't want to no i remember that um, i remember that. because i have a whole i have a really big problem with the whole charles manson thing yeah. and those murders and stuff and i i just well, could not deal I, with it like, specifically we both have an issue of like well i mean other than just the nature of those murders like hollywood's like love and depiction of how like that most of the time is not well no i just don't yeah, I just I personally just have like a, a thing with that whole, I, yeah, I have issues with it, and um, so I was like, I don't think I can handle watching because yeah. all I heard 
because like this is way before like this is way before, before it actually was... the initial kinds of rumblings of like mm-hmm. what he was working on and i just heard it uh put across as like oh it's it's tarantino's movie about like the about the manson yeah. situation you know family and the, the murders and stuff and i was like oh well i'm not interested yeah, yeah. in that at all like i really don't need to see anything like about that um I already know way too much about that yeah. story than I wish I did, and um, and then the trailer came out, and you I was like, what "What's this? this like fun like 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. classic Hollywood about a dude and his stuntman yeah. movie that with yeah, all like, these like great like Tarantino yeah, yeah. zingers and stuff like, yeah, like with Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio?" I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. "How does this relate the to like the Manson stuff?" Like, yeah. there is like a very brief shot of Charles Manson of yeah. the Charles Manson character Char- in the yeah. trailer. But, but like, and there are some hints towards it, but like, it's a very small part of it. And the rest, and most of it is this whole thing. And I was like, what is the deal with that? And I, mean, I was it like, turns out it's not actually a that big part of the And I was like, well, film. if it still has the Vance and stuff, like, I don't really, I still yeah. don't think I can handle that. And so, like, I was asked to, to go see oh, the yeah, movie yeah. with some other people. Um, and I was really kind of, mm. and so I sort of pseudo spoiled the ending for myself oh. kind of not really not the specifics but like i was res- i read this thing about it that kind of intimated about the whole sort of like well you know how in inglorious bastards there's that kind of twist to like history where it's not quite like yeah. real history and it's like the tarantino kind of twist to it and it's like oh there's a thing kind of like that in this and blah blah, blah. and i w- and i started thinking like Oh, so maybe yeah. things don't quite go the same as what yeah. they actually did. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, seeing it, I was like, well, that's, I yeah. mean, yeah. The, the, that cathartic sort of, like, you know, the, the joy of, like, oh, if only that had been what actually happened. Like, that's what should have happened. It's, you it's... know. But then, since then, I've gotten even deeper into the whole complexities of, like, that whole timeline and how it's this consistent thing throughout his movies, right? Mm-hmm. Technically, he has like two universes because there's like the really real one or the whatever it's called, and then there's like the movie universe, which is like the movies that are the movies that people watch in the really oh, real right. universe. Right. So it's like stuff like you know Kill Bill and yeah, yeah, um, yeah. you know from from Dust Till Dawn, yeah. movies like that, right? Um, so uh, I've gotten kind of really into that because I you know I love universes and like timelines and like all that kind of stuff. It's really you know tickles my fancy mm-hmm. so so with that in mind um it's kind of enhanced you know a little yeah. bit for me the, the the experience of like oh you know because it's just so detailed and so like well thought out mm-hmm. uh particularly with this one like you know it's something that has kind of slowly built up over time um i mean i'm not like a huge tarantino fan like i enjoy yeah. his movies i've seen pretty much all of them i think but like, well, we there are Tarantino movies. There are Tarantino movies I really like. There are Tarantino movies that I think are like watchable, but nothing yeah. like too. And then there are Tarantino movies I don't like at all. Oh. So you know, it's a, there's a there's a wide variety there. It's not like I'm some big Tarantino fanboy by any means. But no. this uh, listen to the episode where we tear apart, uh, uh, which is it, uh, thirteen? No. The recent one with all the cowboy. The, uh, oh, oh, um, the hateful eight. The hateful eight, where yeah, we tore, we tore hateful eight into pieces. Um, I can't remember where that was. That came up. But, I mean, it uh, came up. I mean, we were both not super impressed yeah, with it. I, I, yeah. I don't really like it. But no, I, I mean, it has its, it has a few good moments, yeah. but sort of a lot of movies. So yeah. what? Um, but anyways, that's yeah. neither I, here nor there. But I, I love this movie. I just 
I think that I know because we talked about mm-hmm. you know you don't really like Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, I think that, but I thought he was great in this. It's one of his best performances, if not his best performance. He there are stuff in it that like is astonishingly good. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I liked the chemistry between him and uh, uh, that's you. Um, Sindel Paxton, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. Thank you. Uh, it's like so much like. I almost wish there wasn't, uh, like, there wasn't the other stuff in it. And it was just, like, more of them, like, being buddies. Like, yeah. You know? I mean, there I is quite a bit. That, that doesn't make a... That yeah. Doesn't make I mean, a, there is quite a bit in there. But, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and I know that there was a lot of, like, uh, unused... Like, they could definitely do, like, a, a, a super extended version if they really wanted to. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, and then there's also the book, because Tarantino right. also did, like, a novelization version mm-hmm. Which uh, sort of expands and changes a few things, um, and then apparently he, way of doing he's also than doing like a like well, and apparently he's also written another book, which um, there's no like definite deal for it to come out yet, but it probably will because I mean it's, you know Tarantino, but like um, he wrote a book called uh, it's like I, I can't remember the title, it's like something something, and then it's like the films of Rick Dalton, right? And Rick Dalton oh, is, is Leonardo Cabrera's one, yeah. And basically, what it is, it's, it's about. It's essentially like an in-universe. Like if Tarantino was to write to be a, was a big fan of Rick Dalton mm-hmm. as an actor and had written about like chronicling his career and right. you know all these kind of the different movies and the ups and downs of his career and stuff like that. Because um, of course the mo- this movie covers you know quite a short period of time mm-hmm. that's just a very specific moment yeah. in because it talks about you know, like his past endeavors his past and then also there's a future as well right right? so there's what happened afterwards and so i'm i'm really hoping that book comes out because i'll be really interested because some of the things i've heard have been very like like oh that's really interesting um so yeah i don't know it's just that idea of like this uh, kind of parallel you know history that's kind of the same but kind of different yeah yeah, it's neat it's very intriguing to me Mm because it's a very unique way to do like for a director to make you know movies like yeah it's quite an interesting and i know he's like a big comic fan so a lot of it comes from that right like he kind of was took inspiration from i mean you see that in kill bill yeah he took inspiration from like from comic universes Mm. and timelines and things like that and how that works and it's it's very similar to that um and uh so yeah but uh but yeah like i said it was only number four on my list for that year so at the time i must have kind of felt sort of like you know um, but there's some bits and pieces in it here and there that I'm kind of like not I mean, a big know, fan of. So, I mean, that no kind of, perfect, that but... sort of knocks it down a little bit, which is why ultimately I decided to do mm. the swap and drop Fair. it down to two. Fair. But for a while there, I was sort of thinking it would be one because it's, it's just, it's very impressive. Mm-hmm. It's very impressive. This is one, this, this one I didn't see coming up on your list. I, I didn't, I didn't, I forgot that it ranked, that it ranked on your 2019 yeah. list. And, and so, right. yeah. So you're two. All right. Uh, so my two is um, my final superhero film. Wow! Yeah, so many. That's so many. I know. I got. I guess <laughs> considering that time compensates for the fact that I decided not to. Have yeah, it. yeah. And if you want to count Judge Dredd, yeah, I got a few on here. Yeah. Uh, but hey, you know, it's what I like. Yeah, they're quite um, movies. Uh, this is this is. I guess probably comes as no surprise. It's 2013's Man of Steel. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I keep forgetting um, how much because you're not so much of a DC guy, so I keep yeah, forgetting exactly. how much you like. Yeah, Man of Steel. Um, I mean, for me, away by far the best of all of those DC films. Um, I mean, we've talked about this movie before, yeah, quite a few times on the pod here. Um, I think for me, it's like I almost unfairly 
like I almost unfairly knock against it on the fact of because like the the lost potential of what no, coming like from it never, like like the like fact the that it, it did that like it, it did that thing of like being the first of something that had this yeah. like limitless potential and then they don't really do anything with yeah, that they immediately squandered it and yeah. so it, that in a way almost weirdly reflects badly on it even though oh, technically it, it doesn't, doesn't but like in my mind yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean it's so, it's that problem where when you like watch a bad sequel yeah and then you suddenly like the original like less because of it but you're like but that doesn't make any yeah, sense yeah it sort of taints it yeah 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 yeah, it yeah. It. yeah no but, but i mean i really like it yeah um, uh, I and every time i go back oh. and see like i i've watched it a few times in full and then mm. i've i've watched like clips a lot yeah um one thing that i regularly watch uh which is would be on my like list of like favorite sequences or like clips from movies which it's something that I really want to do mm. uh, at some point in the future is I want to make, like, basically a personal, like, compilation of, like, all my favorite, like, not all necessarily, mm. but, like, my favorite, like, bits yes. from movies that I feel just really sum up, oh, like, sure. why I That's love, cool. you know. And for me, in this one, it's that first flight. Yeah. Because that's where he really mm-hmm. fully... That's where he really, truly becomes Superman in this, right? Stones lift up off the ground. <laughs> no, I mean, I just love yeah. it because the whole sort of thing of, like, how, you know, it doesn't go super well at mm-hmm. first. He kind mm-hmm. of leaps. Yeah, it's more leaping. And, and he sort of kind of, like, flails around yeah, yeah. and crashes through the mountain, you know. And then that whole thing of, like, how, and, of course, the music is so good. And that whole thing of how he kind of has to, like, zen himself and, like, yeah. really center and get to mm-hmm. the, the core of, like who he, you know who and what he really is mm-hmm. and really fully embrace that and then he just launches yeah and then just like his joy mm-hmm. you know because people always knock this movie and the snyder comic yeah. book movies a lot yeah. in, in general for like how they're you know for being too dark and kind of dreary mm-hmm. um but in that scene at least yeah the joy that he has of like and and sure enough i mean wouldn't anybody sure if they could do that mm-hmm. right you know, and then I love how it depicts like his speed, how it's like showing just like yeah. in seconds he's just crossing continents and mm-hmm. things, you know, and and it's but it's like done so well. Again, editing, yeah. the editing is so good on that sequence, you know, and of course the music and yeah. but it's just M- good. the it's, music is a big one for me because like it really fuels like all the yeah like the like the heavy like emotionally charged scenes in yeah, this movie yeah. like yeah the stuff between like him and his well and, his and, mom, and that whole and, like. I think the stuff with him and Lois are so good. In yeah, well, movie. Amy like, Adams is one of my favorite like, actresses, so like, there's no the there's stuff no between him and Amy there. Adams, like Henry Cavill and Amy yeah, Adams yeah. in this, are as good as original Superman. Yeah. Oh, life. yeah, in their own like, way for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. They they were a perfect pairing. Yeah. For that, like those two Superman movies are kind of like the only and that's two something that's those always, are the only two movie, Superman movies I need. Really, and that's like, all something that's always worked. Like, yeah. In in even in the Batman v Superman when they had interactions, it's worked perfect. Yeah. In Justice League, it worked perfect. When he saves her from the, yeah, from the terrorists or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's the scene, there's like the follow-up scene to that yeah. with where she's in the bath. Yeah, and he just like climbs in, and yeah, they're just yeah, that yeah. the whole, and they're yeah. just like a couple, and yeah. it's just it's so perfect. Like yeah. they're really really good together, um, and uh, yeah, I mean I, the storyline is cool. I mean mm-hmm. it's basically like a remake of Superman two yeah. to a large extent in the sense of the whole Zod, General Zod, and his mm-hmm. cronies and blah blah. blah. And it's I like love all the stuff with, with but like wow, what a way to like through the computer. What a way to basically take like a classic thing and mm-hmm. remake it in like a really cool, fresh way. Like, yeah. like they they essentially 
like when you say it's kind of like a remake of Superman two, it's like yeah, but only in the most basic sense yeah, yeah, yeah. that it's it's plot elements. It's, it's following it. the same basic ele- like yeah. premise. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. Yeah. Of like Zod tried to take over Krypton. Mm-hmm. He was imprisoned. Mm-hmm. He gets out in the modern times and he wants revenge and mm-hmm. get back against you know, and that's like the basic idea. So that's the only thing that's similar, you know. So in that sense, it is. But like, what they did with it made it so fresh and so you know. Yeah. No. It's 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 all the little scenes that really like like bring up the bits in between, like just some of the one-off stuff, like when he talks about like what the symbol on his chest means. Yes. And then you know, just like walks out of the handcuffs. Yeah. <laughs> like they're nothing. Yeah. Like how he's. Um, his portrayal of Superman, yeah, and is as both like, um, like yes, I am, you know, crazy powerful, yeah. but like, but also very respectful. And I and I really like some of the slightly kind of non traditional, for sure, elements, like the slightly some of the slightly darker kind of elements. And and I mean, like a lot of there are, I shouldn't say a lot, like a vocal probably minority of fans kind of griped about some of the elements of this mm-hmm. where like you know some of them less kind of well, the traditionally bit dad, superman-y the elements. bit where his dad dies is i mean that's probably one of the, the weakest aspects because yeah. you got to think like i mean really i mean it was there no other way out of that yeah, situation yeah, yeah, come yeah. on but you know it had to happen in some way yeah, yeah. you know because i think that's important even though in the comics depending on what timeline and reboot you're looking sure, at sure in some of them both times. his parents live well into his adulthood yeah, and yeah. he's fully superman and he's he goes back mm-hmm. home and visits his parents all the time yeah right uh in others you know they're gone yeah but i think the whole thing with i mean there's a reason why it's a common theme right like yeah. spider-man loses uncle ben yeah you know uh batman lost his parent you know it's a, there's a reason why it's a common theme because it's a very strong dramatic motivation yeah. of like you know and of course the way they did it in the first movie yeah. like we're not the first movie but like the 78 like the classic like the christopher reeve movie where you know his his dad dies and it's like okay that's kind of the thing that spurs him to that next kind of yeah. like you know stepping to that next level of his life right mm-hmm. um <laughs> it, funny in a very recent um i think it was i think it was a thor yeah. comic mm-hmm. uh or it might have been an avengers comic mm-hmm. there's actually a conversation between thor and uh uh tony stark and how like coming from like either a broken or messed up family is like occupational like yeah. requirement to be a superhero because yeah. <laughs> like oh your family's all messed up huh yeah, yeah you're probably going to be a hero but yeah superhero. but but like some of how they did certain things like i liked the whole thing of like when he was basically just trying like where he was just out in the world and trying to like keep a low profile yes. yeah and just kind that of seen at the bar yeah, there's the bar. Well, because there's the, he's on the boat, the fishing boat first, right? Yeah, and then he's he saves the the, the oil rig. Oil rig, yeah. And um, then he's at the bar, and then he's in the water, and then he comes out, and then he has to like you know he has to like steal clothes off of like a clothesline. <laughs> yeah, and uh you know and then there's the part and then he's working at the bar and blah 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 and and I mean like that's a very like it's very satisfying when he does that man's truck. <laughs> yeah, it's a very like untraditional typical sort of like how, how you would portray Superman's origin where he's usually portrayed very like like mom and apple pie yeah all american you know it's like he grew up in smallville he was just like a good kid he grew up a good young man he decided i'm gonna go off to see the world and and move to metropolis mm-hmm. and got his job at the daily planet and met lois and blah, blah blah and there's 
you know, and that all just kind of happens, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, this idea that there was this in-between time where he kind of had to find himself and, like, yeah. just basically make his way in the world, but, like, not really knowing what his real purpose was, mm-hmm. that's a really interesting yeah, idea. That, that, like, the, where he basically, yeah, because he does the, rather than I being thought it was well done. raised, like, basically up through adulthood yeah. by his parents, he's, he... He, yeah, the attempt for him to find himself yeah. is not... You know, and, and the fact that in this one... Like, it's not he, very traditional. And the fact that in this movie, he wrestled with sort of the ideas of, like, what should he actually do? Like, mm-hmm. like you know, does he want to use his powers to, like, try and help the world? Or does he want to just, like, live his life? And, exactly, like, yeah. And the, and the pressures that mm-hmm. come from the you potentials know. I mean, of that. ultimately, he has that decision more or less you right. know, made for him. Exactly, or, right. Know, because either he could just let the world be like destroyed, yeah. essentially, or yeah. he has to do something, right? Yeah. So fair enough. But I mean, that in itself is great, right? Yeah. And then like people complaining about like him killing Zod, and well, it's what's he gonna do? Well, but here's the thing, though, right? Like it's easy for you to say that, but I understand people having strong I mean, sure. feelings. You could have just written that differently. But I understand people having strong feelings about mm-hmm. the idea of Superman killing an enemy, right? Like mm-hmm. I understand that. I can sympathize with people having that feeling. But what people I don't think are paying enough attention to oh, so is how, how it was done, broken, how dramatic it yeah. was to the fact of like he, because abs- the way that people talk about it, that when people complain about it, they complain about it in such a way as like, oh, they basically made Superman a murderer, like yeah. they just straight, like he doesn't even care, and it's like, did you see the movie? Like yeah. it was the most agonizing decision yeah, of his yeah. life. It's like, he did not want to do yeah. it. He's, he's but he, there was no he's, choice. He's broken in the moments after that. Like you know, there was no is... choice because this is not only like is he killing someone, but this is also essentially the last member of his of his race. Yeah, essentially, yeah. that you know, obviously there are mm-hmm. others that are technically alive that get sent back to the zone. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like symbolically speaking, yeah, yeah. you know, he's basically, you know, he's almost killing his race in the same mm-hmm. way that they were going to yep. kill humans, yeah. right? He and make a decision. But, th- that you know, uh, yeah. the numbers, yeah, you yeah. know. So, so he had to essentially say goodbye to, you know, yeah. what was left of Krypton. And, and I'm... And merge somebody. Yeah. I mean, I, I've i always been... And he was agonized over it. You know, as much as I enjoy comic book movies and comic books, I am always on the side of, like... And, and you know, maybe I was... Maybe I was tilted this way a long time ago by reading The Authority. But, like, if you have a supervillain who yeah. can destroy the world, yeah. maybe putting him in a prison <laughs> isn't necessarily... Yeah. Like, I understand, the, like, the, the logic of, like, we have to be better than Well, it's that. a slippery slope. That's the only thing. And it's like, it's like, yes. Yeah. But this my, guy has the power to destroy the world and wants to. My, my so feeling how is, about yeah. we get rid of him? My feeling on it has always been that there are circumstances where like killing sure. them is sure can be justified, mm-hmm. but it's a very slippery slope. Oh, of course. and it's something that I mean, that's really always... is in danger because of like if you take that too lightly, mm-hmm. that is. But a that's huge where you problem. have to put a character like Clark Kent. Yeah, Cal-El. and that's why I thought it was Above perfect that. the way they did it. In this, he is like him I, doing this is as much a sacrifice. Like it almost as, made me yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it almost made me angry that people yeah. complained about it because I was like, did you not see like how they, they portrayed it yeah. so well? Like it was such a hard decision mm-hmm. and he did it because he had to. Yeah. And that's what a hero does. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, I mean, it, it also, you know, more or less in some ways plays into 
you know, regardless of how you feel about the, you know, DCU as a whole, you know, like, yeah, heroes sometimes have to kill villains in that universe. That's just, that's the kind of, you know, um, and it's, I mean, I think a lot of it too is like, they look so human. They look like us. Sure. If, yeah, I mean, you can kill aliens and monsters. Exactly. And all you Nobody want. Nobody complains about that. Yeah. And that is the ultimate. That know. is a, you know, if 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 Zod had looked like a big green monster. Yep. I know. You know, nobody would have cared. And and that's always the the like. I'm aware. Like, but that's part of being human. Yeah. You know. So anyways. it's up there. It's up there with the Batman never kills anybody. It's like, well, okay. You ever read any comics? <laughs> Batman kills I mean, people all the time. Batman used to carry a gun. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, let's not get too far into that because I would have some things to say about that and that would extend this probably by another hour. But to be fair, Batman's also a mentally unstable individual, so... Uh. I think that that whole, like, Batman does kill sometimes. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I mean the stories and stuff like that thing. is heavily exaggerated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole Batman doesn't kill thing, it does for the most part... Because even if you go back to the early comics, which is usually what's cited as yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. in the early stuff, Batman killed people all the time. You're well, a lot of weird to things. be honest, not that much. Because I have, like, I have things that no, are I'm like... No, just saying, like, those early comics, they did all sorts of weird Sure, sure. But, like, I have, like, the compilations of, like, the, yeah. a lot of those early stories. Mm -hmm. And honestly, he didn't really kill that often. He mm -hmm. killed uh, more in the way of, like, allowing... The villains sure. to die or like allowing sure. them to basically kill themselves with their own folly yeah. you know he didn't really do a lot of actual active killing mm -hmm. uh ever um but it's been kind of like you know it's been kind of pumped up over the years as to like oh yeah like sure. the early batman he was so dark you just kill all the time still it's up there well, that's not entirely accurate but in the comics superman's killed a bunch of people too there are elements <laughs> of it but that's not entirely accurate but yeah, that's yeah. a whole separate discussion yeah, yeah, yeah. i could do a whole podcast yeah, yeah. just about that like but, people's misconceptions yeah. about Batman. Here, neither here nor there. Uh, I mean, how much I like. What it. is a fact is that in movies there is a huge precedent for the fact that Batman kills. Yeah, because yeah. people made a big stink in Batman v Superman when Ben Affleck's yeah. Batman was was killing and stuff like that. People were just like, oh. Blah, blah. It, the Michael Keaton ones, he kills all the time, and there's nothing said about it. Nobody even, like, the cops don't say anything. It's okay if Michael Keaton does it. The cops don't say anything. The fans never said anything. No. They just accepted it as, like, that's Batman. Sometimes you gotta kill him. But now, all of a sudden, it's a big problem. Oh, Batman should never kill him. It's like, well, okay, but why were you, like, 30 years ago? Yeah. Oh, well. It's like any of that stuff, Yeah, right? it's so Rose weird. Rose-tinted glasses. People, exactly, because people have this, like, nostalgic thing for, like, like all oh, those Michael Keaton movies. They were so, like, cute and, you know, like, like just cool and stuff. And it's just like, well, you know, yeah, the Michael Keaton movies were good, especially that first one. Yeah. I don't like Batman Returns that much. But the first one was really good. But, like, yeah, he just absolutely... Like, marks some dudes. He kills people, <laughs> and it's not remarked upon or like no. made a big deal of at all no. no so you know yeah whatever i mean he doesn't kill everybody i mean he doesn't i mean it's you know it's not like he's like slaughtering them it's no. just you know but he doesn't hold back yeah exactly. like he doesn't be like oh i gotta be careful don't want to kill this guy yeah. you know i mean bring it back to man of steel he when he fights you know the the flunkies there yeah like he could kill them but he doesn't you know he but, uh, 
All right. Well, so that's well, cool, man. Yeah. Man Steel, no, I like Man I, Steel. I think I, Man Steel has definitely it's grown in my estimation like over time. Like when mm-hmm. I saw it, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, because I was like, ah, it's a nice little. I mean, it's certainly a lot better than Superman Returns. Yeah. Um, but you know, because he does more than lift things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And, you know, there's some other issues that yeah, involve yeah, sure, there. But, sure. but, yeah, like, it was definitely better than that. But, like, it was, you know, I, I liked it, but it was, you know, it's its yeah, own thing. Um, but as time has gone on and other movies have come out, yeah, uh, particularly in that series, I've been more and more like, man, I really wish they'd, like, continue with mm-hmm. that. And and, and, that, that, and that's the big one why it's ranked so high on this list is, like, every time I've seen this movie, yeah. I've seen it quite a few times. Yeah. Like it gets better. It gets better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, I agree. It's, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think for people who haven't given it like a chance in a while, or mm-hmm. haven't just given it a chance at all because they got turned off by some of like mm-hmm. the things that came later or whatever, I'd say like give give it a chance. Go back, watch it again yeah. if you haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. And uh, it's really good. I mean, you know, it's a really solid Superman movie. Yeah. Also, yeah. I mean, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So that's my number two, Man of Steel. All right. So now your number one. My number one. Well, this is going to be really simple and easy. Okay. It's the same as my number one on the first list from oh. five years ago. Uh, it's uh, from 2013, American Hustle. Nice. Yeah. It's still number one. Yeah. Because in the same way as, like, why, you know, speaking of Superman, why Superman, the 78 movie, is yeah, my favorite yeah. movie overall. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the same as kind of with that, I mean, it just makes me happy. Like, it's just such a great movie everything yeah. about it is just so yeah see i i hadn't seen it at that and time again, i saw it on the recommendation yeah, because yeah. it was your number one i was like yeah. i gotta see this you know and again it's because it it it's real good well because it has those quirky aspects that are just like mm-hmm. you know you don't see this in movies but sometimes you can be quirky for being quirky's sake and it doesn't work it's yeah like there are we've all seen well, tons it, of movies where they're like they're trying too hard yeah yeah it's like they're being quirky just to be quirky. Yeah. But it's like... In the, I... The the hunt... Like... Because I like good quirk. Yeah. But in searching for good quirk... Yeah. I have seen a lot of mediocre quirk. Absolutely. And that's usually what it is, <laughs> I'm right? I'm not sure if quirk is a word. That's <laughs> well, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. yeah not yeah. Maybe not in that way. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but I just... American Hustle is just like... Because it's very... Like, the story is a very... Like in some ways like in terms of what happened and like what like is quite serious mm-hmm. like like it's oh, quite, sure. like there's quite serious things that are related to it mm-hmm. but the way it's done is like somehow this is David Russell right yeah David, yeah, Russell, David Russell yeah, yeah so yeah. this would have been in between um Silver Linings Playbook look, yeah. and Joy was the fall yeah. of it oh yeah, I haven't seen Joy yet yeah. It's really good. Too. Yeah, I, I, that was high. That, that was Joy high was the one list. after this. Yeah. It's not quite as good as this. Yeah. Uh, definitely, um, Joy is much more um, revolved around. I guess it would be more similar to people like where American Hustle is a little more um, is a little more ensemble. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joy would be more heavily based yeah. around the central thing of the Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, Bradley right. Cooper right. combo, mm-hmm. the same as like how Silver Linings was. Yeah. So if you're not really down with that, then you probably wouldn't like it as I, much. I enjoyed Silver Linings. So of course, most people did. But I'm just saying, some people might not. Some people might feel that you know maybe they feel like Jennifer Lawrence brings too much baggage. You know, they don't like certain things about her or whatever. Or you know, um, but whereas like in American Hustle, even though they're both in it, of course, mm-hmm. it's 
kind of more of a ensemble thing, and it's you know it's right. more about the four of them. So it's like th- that those two, and then also Christian Bale and Amy Adams as well. Right. And those are kind of like the four main characters. Yeah, there's Amy Adams, yeah. But then there's even others too, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's a little bit more of like an ensemble piece. Mm-hmm. Um, there is. It's one of those movies where but they're like, all great. I mean, so they're all great. Like bits and pieces of this movie that make me think of like 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 have the feelings of other movies like. Parts of this movie feel like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah. Parts of it feel like. Well, I think that's uh, what this, was the one that came sort of up? 70s fetish. Yeah. Kind of what was the one that is? came up or like nice, part of it has some nice guys feel to yeah. it. Yeah. Part of it, like it has. Again, 70s. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, but yeah, I guess that's, it's a lot of movies I'm thinking of have more like that kind yeah. of era. And it, it, it is this really, I mean, bits and pieces of it feel like a, almost like a Coen Brothers film. Yeah. Like, it's this amazing mishmash of uh, stylistic, like, uh, yeah. writing and direction with really good characters but it's but anyways uh, what what I was trying to yeah like yeah. I said really good characters like yeah. that's probably the number one thing they're but just like, so much fun but like you said like or like I was trying to say yeah. earlier like technically the story in terms of what it's about is quite a serious thing but it's told in this hilarious way yeah. where it's actually very funny mm-hmm. but somehow it manages to not cross that line into like oh the comedy makes it so that it yeah. doesn't matter or that it's mm-hmm. the drama's is less, you know, yeah. like a lot of times if you over comedy things, it makes the drama less impactful. Less dramatic. Or, yeah, yeah. or, or you way. just have weird tonal issues where the You're drama and the comedy doesn't scene mix scene. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in this, I felt they found the perfect balance mm-hmm. where it's hilarious, but it's still, you're like, oh, God, that is some rough, you know, stuff. But like, it's hilarious. The characters are great. Some of the choices of just like what they did, like, again for like that quirk aspect mm-hmm. are just you know um really inspired and i just i'd never seen anything i think that's the biggest thing i just like you know you were mentioning some comparisons mm-hmm. to other things or other things that it, that it reminds you of now mm-hmm. and that's true but at the same time i never really had seen anything quite like it yeah it's and even the other David O. Russell stuff, which is all good, yeah. and it all has that stamp it's of like, like that stuff. But there's something unique about this one in particular. He hasn't done anything since Joy, has he? Uh, I think he did, but I'm not 100% yeah. sure. Because I'm trying to think. like oh, That was a pretty... Because I know I didn't see Joy, but I was like, did I see what he did after that? And I, mean, I can't... That was recall. a pretty quick one, two, three. Yeah, yeah. Felt but like Joy was still like That 20, it felt like, like didn't... 16... 15, so, yeah. 15, okay, yeah, so that was still uh, six years maybe ago. Maybe it's just taking a little break. Yeah, um, right. I mean, that's fine. You know, refreshing, I mean, that, that was a trio of very, like, well-put-together, critically acclaimed movies. Hey, you know, take a break. It's all uh, good. Oh, he has, uh... He has something his, in the works? It's coming up this year. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Still, that's that's quite the break. That's yeah. quite the. That's quite the... You know, the difference between... Yeah. Um... yeah, well, the closest thing would be because uh, there was a bit of a gap um, for after I Heart, I Heart Huckabees, oh, right, 2004. Yeah. Which also is good the too. next one that he directed was The Fighter, 2010. Oh, yeah. So there's about a six-year gap there. he did The Fighter. He yeah. didn't write that one, so that was like... That was just rare, a direction. Yeah, because yeah, most, yeah. most, most of the time he writes and directs. Um, but The Fighter, he was only director. And then, uh, yeah, I did the one, two, three with Silver mm-hmm. Linings Playbook, Mary Castle and Joy. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I'm supposed to have currently, it's currently being referred to as Untitled David O. Russell Project. Oh, okay. 
So we don't uh, even know anything about it yet. Period film. Okay. Not too shocking. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, Seems to be his Featuring an ensemble cast. Okay. So, you know, possibly, um, uh, yeah, along similar lines yeah. to... Uh, okay. It's uh, supposed to be released November this year. Oh, wow. So we might see something um, soon about that. So cast uh, looks like... Wow, could be six months before we see it. Looks like um, Christian Bale. Oh, oh they actually have some cast for the main start. Yeah, they got... Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, okay. John David Washington, Rami Malek, Zoe Zaldana, oh. Robert De Niro, Mike Myers, Holy Timothy shit. Oliphant, Michael Shannon, Chris Rock, uh, wow. Anya Taylor Joy, and yeah, a few other people. Wow, that's 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 a hell of a cast. All right, well, yeah, they started filming. Keep, um, keep on the lookout for that. And I need to watch Joy. They filmed it in between January and March, twenty twenty one. So they're just basically in post production now. But still, no no announcement of title or anything. So oh, interesting. Yeah. It's it November. To, playing it close to the vest. Yeah. It's November. I mean, it could be the end of summer before. But we that's cool. I mean, it sounds like it has yeah. a lot of potential. So yeah, yeah. yeah. keep looking forward to that. that. But um, yeah, though, that's... maybe they should just keep that title. Just untitled <laughs> David O. Russell project. Twenty twenty two. Look, it's David O. Russell. Go watch it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah. I mean, I I think that's great. Nothing much has changed since you know the last one mm-hmm. so i i still I, yeah really like, I like said, it for I, basically other it reasons was... it's just one of those like if you know you want to be happy just put this movie out mm-hmm. you know i mean there's a bunch of movies that could do that but sure, sure. you know yeah but, but this a, is one it's that, a good fun happy yeah 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 but not not vapid no uh, yeah oh no of course yeah, not yeah, no yeah. absolutely not it's actually quite an interesting story mm-hmm. so um i mean that's that's what like these kind of movies like the ones that really shine or where they're able to do all of that like yeah. like it doesn't like oh it doesn't sit on the fact he, it's got an ensemble cast or it doesn't yeah. fit on you know like because he basically like, oh no story standalone yeah. is is actually because like, he basically you're, said you're, like you he, sit with it. he could have made it a lot like like very close to like the real events if mm-hmm. he really had wanted to but like he kind of wanted to do it as more of a like inspired by thing where sure. like because like a lot of the characters have fictional names mm-hmm. like they mm-hmm. they renamed them from what the real people were and so to basically give a little bit more freedom to like yeah. okay well if you want to kind of take things in a certain so he's not necessarily saying like this character is definitely that person yeah. like they're clearly based off of this real person but mm-hmm. because he's not literally saying they're that person it yeah. allows a little, a little leeway flexibility. right yeah, and yeah. same with the story itself there's I, a little bit more flexibility I mean, if, if i recall correctly after watching the movie because i yeah. watched it on your recommendation yeah. of, of it being your number one i started like looking up stuff yeah. about the real well, where, story like, where like a lot of movies they kind of do these based on real events things where they kind of just like get lazy and they're yeah. just kind of like well there's mistakes in there because you know they because they were like hollywoodizing it yeah. or like they were trying to do some mm-hmm. kind of but it's like in his case it's like no he was aware of all the actual mm-hmm. real details he just chose not to because he didn't want to do something that was he wasn't trying to do a documentary he wasn't trying to yeah. do like a like a journalistic piece you know, he was very upfront about the fact that this is a fictionalized mm-hmm. take on this story, yeah. you know, and that, you know, don't take anything as necessarily an exact, yeah. you know, I, I, yeah. so yeah. Because exactly. yeah. you just want to have fun with it, basically. <laughs> yeah, no, which, <laughs> I mean, much. success. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Um, You're number one. So my number one. Uh, I'm sure it'll be really obvious when you say it, yeah. but like I don't actually know what it is, which is interesting. Uh, this was on my list from or my original list, uh, the the okay. twenty to to twenty fifteen, twenty to twenty fourteen list. 
Okay. Uh, Star Wars, one of my most favorite favorite actors. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Really? The Equalizer. Number one. Wow. Yeah. It's. I mean, see, the, there's a case of I'm I'm amazed that the that the because you are extremely lackluster about this sequel, so I'm yeah I'm amazed that that hasn't tainted, tainted your feelings on the. It is one of, like, I think a lot of it is is like I saw the sequel. That's uh, like fine, but by the time I saw the sequel, yeah. I had already seen the Equalizer a whole bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. I've watched it since. Yeah. Like no, it's to me like speaking of a movie that is like I mean it's an action movie. Yeah, but also tackles like kind of a serious topic, like you know a very serious topic. But also has a lot of like light, lighter, funnier moments. I mean Denzel does what Denzel does so good in these things where he. Plays yeah, yeah, a yeah. charismatic like every the man. part where he tells the guy that he was a pip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it like shows like the YouTube video yeah, of the yeah. and stuff, and it's just like you know, it's a bunch of black guys with afros dancing yeah, yeah. and sitting in the background. Yeah, yeah. How do you know that he's not one of them? Like, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. tell. You can't you know? tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he could he, maybe he was a pip. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, and it's it's one of those like movies where just like oh, I I like like every scene. In this, like yeah. the stuff with you know him and like the reading the Moby Dick, yeah, and yeah. and with uh, 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 Chloe uh, Morte- Mor- Mortez, Mor- Chloe Moretz, Moretz, yeah, Chloe, Chloe Moretz, Moretz, you know, and just like real yeah. down to earth conversations they have, and then like cut to the part where the like action, yeah. he destroys those guys with like a shot glass, and then you know the the stuff at the hardware store. Like all the hardware store and the the like the, yeah. the beginning stuff. I mean, oh, the best the is the the, the lady the, with the, the cashier that gets with the rain <laughs> and gets robbed. Yeah, and then he basically <laughs> goes out just to like he gets a wrench from the wrench aisle. No, no, it was a hammer. It's a hammer. But but, right. but what I like is the fact that he basically diffuses the situation. He basically just says like just Take give it. him whatever he wants. Oh yeah, you know fall, don't follow the guy out. He he well he walks out just enough to see the car that the guy gets and in. and so he can see like what kind of car and license plate blah blah, blah yeah. all that right and then he goes back in gets the hammer <laughs> off the shelf of the hardware yeah, yeah. store that he works. And then, like the next thing is just like he's he's wiping it off. He puts it back on the shelf. And then when that cashier goes to like her till the next time, the ring, ring is in, in. Yeah, is in the till. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like this little. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, so yeah. great. Um, you know what I mean? But yeah, no. I mean, this. It obviously escalates into. It's, it's built around heavily around like how, like, you know, because this movie is like a really a real testament to the sort of like if you want to make a better action movie you need to make sure not only that the action is really good but like hire a get a really good actor to mm-hmm. do the yeah. main character like they still need to be able to physically do the stuff yeah. but i mean also like he's like 60 or whatever <laughs> yeah. right at this point yeah. but it's it's freaking dead I mean, it's 2014 so he was a little bit younger then but but oh, actually, he, has, he might have been 60 No, I mean, he was definitely bordering. He was pushing 60 <laughs> yeah, if he yeah, wasn't yeah, already. That's true, that's right? true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember his uh, exact age, but he's definitely yeah. in his 60s now. Yeah, um, for sure, for sure. Yeah, he's 67 now, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so uh, he was roughly about 60 about 60, late 50s, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, so, I mean, it's not even so much the age that matters. It's, delivery. like, obviously they have to be physically mm-hmm. able to, like, do and, and, and fit with the... But, like... 
I, I feel like that's just not enough. Like, mm-hmm. you can make an okay action movie by getting somebody who's physically, like, a good action kind of... Sure. But, like, to really take it to the next level, you need somebody who can do the action and yeah. is, like, a good actor. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean... And you don't get much is, better than he Denzel. Has a, he has such a huge slew of movies where he's played every kind of character. Absolutely. Um, you know, he him drawing from... You know all of that to play like somebody who is such a different like, kind of subtly ferocious, yeah. But also like he's just a like well, actually a nice person. And I think that the biggest you know. thing that they did, which I feel like has become, like, he's not like one dimensional. <laughs> no, and I feel like it's become a little bit of a cliche, uh, especially in kind of recent years as this kind of new breed of action films has been starting. Mm-hmm. It's become a little bit of cliche. The the whole sort of like the 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 like the absolute badass that like just wants to be like doesn't want any part of that and wants yeah. to just live their lives and have the like, John a peaceful Wick. life the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean it's become you know such a big thing with that but Are you back I, in? I think I'm back I think that there's a point where that can be yeah. like it has sort of become a cliche like it's, mm-hmm. it, there's a point where that can be kind of done overdone a little bit yeah, where it's just sure. kind of like oh another one of like yeah. the, but like here because Denzel is such a good actor you really feel like like in in a lot of other movies that do that plot or do that that mm-hmm. sort of uh, type of thing it kind of feels like the them being reluctant to kind of get back in the game as it were yeah. um, and because they want just like a normal quiet life it feels like okay that's just the requisite that's the setup <laughs> something happens mm-hmm. they get back into it yeah. and the rest is just like woohoo action yeah um which can work. I'm not saying it's bad necessarily. It's just mm-hmm. it can be a little tiresome because it's like you've seen that a million times. One of the things I like about this is kind of like the whole thing with Superman yeah. and the agonizing decision to kill. It's like in this, it is like you really feel how much this is the last thing that he wants to do. Yeah. Like you really feel how much he hates that he has to enter, re-enter this life and that yeah. and that he wanted to just live the li- live his mm-hmm. life. But being who he is and what yeah. he is, it's like he ultimately he has to do it. Yeah. And then, of course, in the end, you know, because this is like much like, you know, we talked earlier about the 18 movie because mm-hmm. that was on your list previously and how that's kind of like the story of like how they sort of really became the 18. Yeah. You know, because they were, you know, that collection of characters, but like getting to that point of like what we see in like the show of like, oh, it's yeah. like you, they help people out that, you know, can't help themselves. And it's, it's kind of like that. Like, this is sort of like the setup for, like, yeah. becoming the Equalizer, mm-hmm. right? Because the end of this movie is where he, you know, he puts the ad in and, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's implied that, like, he will now become the Equalizer. Yeah. Um, so it's him coming around to that thing of, like, this is essentially a superhero movie. Yeah. It's in, essentially in ways, a yeah. with great power comes great responsibility mm-hmm. movie because he comes around to the thing of, like, what he can do. Mm-hmm. And what he can, yeah. how he can help people. The bit where he goes and sees like, like, I like I can't remember. It's like, is, it, is he the is it the president, or is it the? Oh no, it was like um somebody that he worked with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the and, in the government. Yeah, and, and like the, him and his CIA wife. And it's, it's uh um, yeah, uh, what's his name there? Yeah, and it's basically like he basically like before he escalates, he's yeah. like he basically asks asks like, am I okay to do this? Yeah, because <laughs> it's like. If I'm going to do this, yeah. like it's going to be noticed. Yeah, if people are going to know it's me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's but, it's but yeah, like, I just even like that level of like like 
he takes what he does yeah um very responsibly right and you know? and i and i like the idea that you know like He's, i said it's essentially like a superhero mm-hmm. it's a great with great power comes great responsibility movie because by the end he's realized that like you know i want to mm-hmm. be in this normal life but you know maybe that's just not for me because yeah. there are people out there that cannot help themselves that need me mm-hmm. you know um and uh i have the ability to do it so it's that it's the same as a superhero story it's like if you yeah. have the power to do it then it's that thing of like, like not doing you, it is almost you have to do it because yeah. like are you responsible for doing yeah, yeah, it if yeah. you want to be like a good person you mm-hmm. know and is it selfish well, to say what is, what well is, i'm not going to do it what's that that quote that i think it's the churchill quote or is it for evil to win all good oh, men yeah, have yeah. to do is nothing do, you yeah, know yeah. And, and it's in in and, you know that is a yeah i mean that's a yeah i mean it's a classic thing of uh, and yeah. so that's essentially what the kind of this is like is that you know it's the whole thing of like and and that's a process that's mm-hmm. a a character you know the yeah. character comes around to that mm-hmm. uh, as a result of these so i mean in that sense um but then like i say because he's such a good actor yeah. and it's so, you know, it's, it's obviously so well written it's obviously well directed mm-hmm. you know um but i think you know it really principally is built around yeah, uh, you, you know, just him although, like, surprisingly, so I think like by the scores, you know, say the Rotten Tomatoes scores is probably the lowest one on my list. It's not. It did not. Well, well I wouldn't critics. necessarily put it at number one. It's not even. It didn't even make my list. No, no, no. Again, yeah. which I mean, it barely didn't make. Oh no, it was on my list the first time. Was it on your it list was kind of lower down, and then because I, I often said like, oh, I feel like it kind of probably should have been higher, and and this time it didn't even make it. Yeah. Um, but that's because you know, there's five years more movies. To have sure sure but um it, it is really good um yeah it was number five on your list yeah 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 and i probably at the time thinking about it at the time i probably should have had it at like maybe three mm. three or two yeah based on like how much i liked it at the time but it was it like but yeah. yeah it's it's good like like all these films like all the films on the list this list for this these are like what I would consider, like, for me, mm-hmm. these are, these are Chris classics. Yeah. These are films I enjoy. <laughs> I've watched a bunch of times. I will, I will watch again in the future. You know, I have seen some amazing films. We've done them on this podcast. Like, great films. Like, we just did all the Rocky films. We yeah. did, you know, amazing, that I will never rewatch. Yeah. Or, or maybe, like, once again in 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Not, you're not a big rewatcher anyway, no, though. But for well, certain things, yeah. yes. But, but that's what makes these general, ones though. these ones different. Yeah, you yeah. Know, these yeah. are films, you know, like, you know, I, yeah. you know, I, again, like, you know, this is the second half of a recording here. Mm-hmm. I watched this tomorrow. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it's so good. Just yeah. made you think about it, yeah. and so you just figured exactly. it out. Just... Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Uh, if I had if I had had more time, I probably would have watched a couple of the other. I probably would have watched mm-hmm. Eighteen Regret as well. Again, cool. you know, like yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, do what you and, and do. J- just talking about it. I want to watch Equalizer again. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. wouldn't mind seeing it again. I haven't seen uh, it in a while. I saw. I, I watched a couple of clips recently, but yeah, I, um, I do with my very poor um, attention span now, mm-hmm. and and the fact that I you know haven't been very good at watching oh, the, movies you, very much. You, you you just don't watch films anymore. Well, no, I mean, I do, just very slowly <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah, just yeah. not very much. Yeah. Um, so, like, I watched, you know, a lot of 
like I watch clips a lot because yeah. you know I can just kind of be like, oh, there's that great scene, and you can just pull it up and you know. It's a good way to revisit. Yeah, especially ones that you've seen a few times that you're familiar with, yeah. but you're not necessarily going to sit there and watch the whole thing in you sure. know in that moment. But you're just like, oh, I'm I want to watch you know the flight the first flight scene from Man of Steel, or I want to watch the. You know, YouTube probably thinks I have a disorder for how many times I have watched the Captain America picks up Thor hammer scene <laughs> from Endgame. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's like, 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 like. I know exactly what you're talking about yeah. in terms of of like. Yeah, I mean that's perfect for things like that because, like I say, like as a whole, like you're not going to sit down and watch that three hour movie. No. But, but I can watch all my favorite. There bits are parts it. that are very rewatchable. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want to see Ant Man's taco get blown away by a helicopter? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so do you want to do you want to just go over your list uh, just here as we wrap up? Um. Yeah, I don't. Oh, do you not have it on hand? Honestly, I. Oh, don't... okay. It's fine. Okay, it's fine. I'll just cut this out. Yeah, because I don't. Because I made a lot of changes. Oh yeah. I, oh okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. I'll, I'll just cut. I think. I think we're we got it pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that is uh, our big wrap up of uh, that decade. Yeah. Um. I mean, bit basically, of a, this is our. It's a bit of a revisiting of the yeah. first. You know, mm-hmm. like we said at the top, yeah. right? A bit of yeah. a revisiting of that first list. Yeah. And then. And then you know, well, the addendum. It also fits in nicely with. Our top five, our decade top fives that we've done, yeah, uh, over the years, yeah, you know? that's true. Um, you know, we that's we, true because this essentially that's what it is. That's what it's 2010 to 2019. Yeah, it's our, yeah. our 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 you know, yeah, that's top, true. Our top ten of the that's 2010s. True. Join yeah. us in ten years for our next top, one. Top ten of the 2020s. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that will be it for this week's episode. Yes, uh, we're going to be back next week with an episode. Losing my mind here. We have no idea what it'll be. Yet. Yeah, yeah. No, we haven't. We haven't decided yet. So new year, yeah, new, new possibilities. Yeah, we we gotta plot out what we're gonna be doing. Um, but uh, but yeah, we thanks everyone for uh, who's listened to us uh, throughout these last couple of uh, rough years. Yeah, and uh, and uh, we'll be back next week. Until then, I'm Chris. That's it. Cheers. Bye bye.